Here we go. Special day at the Water Podcast. That Wong Amazing Talk for everyone to remember. Whoop, whoop. Oh, shit. Here at Wong Lands, we have our first guest. Where conversation flows and illusions crash. Randy Asahan. What's going on? Hey, I'm privileged and I'm honored to be the first guest here on the Water Podcast. Ah, uh, bro. Bro, tear. Right here. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> From the 671 Guamanian. Guamanian or Chamoru? Both. So here's the deal. I'm Guamanian because I grew up and I grew up and I was born and raised in Guam. Yep. But I'm Filipino. Mm. My ethnicity is Filipino. Okay. So this begs the question. What is Guamanian? Is that an ethnicity? Is that a nationality? That's a deep question to start off with right away because that's how we do it in the water many, podcast, baby. Right. You know, I mean, do you know? Do you have a lot of Chamorro friends, first of all? Like, is the Chamorro population very big? It's huge. In Guam. Yes. Yeah. I have a lot of Chamorro friends. Yes. You know Chamorin? Is that right? Chamorro. 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 You know the language? I do not, but I know a lot. It is very, very similar to um, the Spanish language because Guam was under Spain rule from, I believe it was from the 1500s, maybe the 1600s. 1500s. All the way to 1898. Yep. Until the U.S. decided to take over, you know. Well, the U.S. got a hold of Guam because they thought, now this is this is what I read, they thought that by capturing Guam first was a huge advantage because they really wanted Philippines. Because Philippines was under Spanish rule as well, right? Yep, yep, yep. So in order to capture the Philippines, they thought they had to start with Guam first. So they went after Guam, I believe it was in 1898. So it was part of the Spanish-American War. So they were fighting the Spanish in Guam first. Or what we call in Guam the Spam War. Do you? <laughs> Come on. It you makes know, it makes sense, sense, though. It really it does. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spanish, American, the Spam War. It's just funny because we were just talking about Spam in, in Guam and its popularity. Have you eaten Spam before? Dude, I've never eaten Spam. Bro, it ever. is the greatest dish ever. <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. You ask anybody from Guam, yeah. maybe even ask anybody from Hawaii. Yeah. They will tell you their favorite Spam dish. For me, it doesn't get any better than Spam, eggs, and rice. Matter of fact, they so, serve that in McDonald's in Guam, bro. Oh, yeah. I, I can see that. Sounds very fairly basic. And you're, you're telling me that's the thing, though, huh? I'm telling you, man. Spam's good shit. What's that place out here? Uh, LL? LL Barbecue? Is that the L and L barbecue? They got yeah. spam, right? Why'd you say yeah, it like yeah. that? Not good. Uh, it's okay. You know, I mean, they they, they provide these thick cuts of spam. Honestly, it's 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 all about how you like your spam. And for me, it's thin and crispy all day. And it's <laughs> spam cannot be. You know, I mean, come on, spam can't be healthy though, right? Oh, of course. Not. It's this. What is it? No. It's this. Bro, I don't even know what it is. Oh, that's not it's, good. Hey, I'll tell you what. It's canned meat goodness. That's oh. what it is. Yeah, I mean. Here we have to at the water podcast, man. I mean, processed meats—that's a carcinogen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> bro. I need to. T I need to say it. I care for your health. I know. I know. I know. You know, I got to, man. I mean, it's it's fucked up. I didn't like hearing it when I first heard about this shit. I used to eat deli meat all day, bro. Budig, no, budig. Hey, In my younger <laughs> years, absolutely, it's spam all the time. Yeah. Nowadays, it's I. I'll have spam once in a while, but 
I won't shy away from spam, man. I do like it. Do they have grass-fed spam? <laughs> no. <laughs> no organic spam? No, but they do have... Free-range ta- spam? No, but they do have Tabasco spam. <laughs> They do have spam. garlic spam. Ooh, look at that. They got there chorizo go. spam. Garlic spam. That, okay, yeah. well, chorizo spam, that's that's more processed meat into more processed meat. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how do we go on this spam tangent? Let's go back. Let's go back. All right. Let's go back. Spanish to spam more? more. Oh, you, you, ta- you asked about the language, right? You, you yeah. If I knew uh, of the Chamorro language. Um, I know a lot. Of, I mean, I know a little bit, right? Because yeah, in Guam, when you... Uh, growing up in Guam, I mean, you got to take Chamorro classes. I was gonna say, I yeah. So every I thought I heard that every every grade you have a Chamorro class. Okay. And I, th- is it taken seriously by very, the students? Yeah. Oh, nice. It's very it's taken very seriously. Cool. Yeah. And I think up to I believe up to my sophomore year in high school, that's when it becomes now you can take it for an elective. Guam history is an elective, mm. but I believe. Every single grade, you have to have a Chamorro class. Nice. Yeah. I didn't realize until doing a little research for this podcast mm-hmm. that the Chamorro people are considered like, you know, they're, they're First Nations people, like the, like the Native Americans here, mm-hmm. because they're the natives of, of, uh, of these islands. Yeah. And I guess uh, a lot of them have gone to uh, these, Mari- these Northern Mariana Islands. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes crazy i didn't realize that and then also because of that how they've been at the butt of like a lot of discrimination did you know this i did not know that no did you know for instance in uh world war ii Mm -hmm. first of all the japanese Mm -hmm. are assholes yeah yeah i mean i you know not current japanese people unless you still have imperialistic ideals (laughs) then you are an asshole (laughs) but i'll say that because for me that's the reason why i'm here in america Mm -hmm. i mean my chinese family they were fleeing my grandparents literally fled Mm -hmm. japanese persecution yeah along railroad tracks Mm -hmm. staying at buddhist monasteries until they could get to the to the uh the the coast yep and then they fucking they bounced Mm -hmm. and they came to frisco no i mean dude imagine this the U.S. captured Guam or seized Guam from the uh, from Spain, the Spanish people, in 1898, I believe, right? And then some f- 45 years later, yeah, the Japanese bombs the hell out of Guam. Did you know that after Pearl Harbor was yep. bombed, a couple hours later, bo- Guam was bombed? Yep. I don't know if they teach that in the history books here in the U.S. No, no. I didn't know that from U.S. history. Yeah. Definitely not. I knew that from, again, doing research for this podcast, listening to a few uh, KPFA Mm -hmm. uh, uh, episodes. Did you know also, though, Liberation Day, Mm -hmm. when the Americans came, they bombed the shit out of Guam, too, though. 17 days, I think it was. They bombed Guam. Mm -hmm. Uh, But... From what I gathered, I mean the the Japanese. Did you ever? Let's go on a tangent real quick. Have you okay. ever seen Ip Man? Ip Man. Ip Man. Yes. Ip Man. Right. Ip Man's great. So you know, in the one Ip Man, where where I don't know if it's the first or the second one, uh-huh. where you know he's working in these he's working in these Japanese fucking uh, concentration camps. Okay. Do you know? Do you remember this one? And the, and the judo guy. Yeah. Takes them and they're fucking up dudes. Yep. 
And they're that they literally did that mm-hmm. to practice their judo. They just took Chinese fucking laborers. Yeah. And they'd kill them of judo. Yeah. Isn't that fucking nuts? That's nuts. Could you imagine not knowing fucking judo? Mm-hmm. And then you got these dudes that already took over your land. Yep. And now all day long, they're just using you. Like, I guarantee they were probably throwing them against fucking concrete, dude. Dude. Like, that's fucked up. It, that's fucked up. I hear. I, look, in Guam history, you hear about some of the horrific shit that happens, dude, with, with like, under concentration camps in Japan. And, uh, you know, because, I mean, I think it was two years that Guam was under Japanese rule. That sounds right. It's about two Maybe years. Maybe three almost, they, they, right? 1942 yeah, two. and then up to 1944, I believe. And um, it's when the, yeah, what it, what the crazy thing is, look, when the, when the U.S. came and recaptured Guam, I think, I think they, 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 they got on the shores of Pocket Bay in Guam. Mm. Some, some bay, some bay in Guam. I, I'm pretty sure it's Pocket Bay somewhere down in the south or whatever. And the crazy thing is that you, if you go to Guam today, there's still a lot of the the structures and a lot of the uh, uh, sort of the lookout points where the Japanese soldiers would be in. Crazy. Like from uh, 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 an elevated angle. Are they historical sites? Is that they're why they're left? Sites, okay. Yes. They're so, I, have a, I have a few pictures of it. I'll show you after this. But nice. Yeah, it's 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 really well, sick. It's really sick. Did you know what I was gonna say though? About the Chamorro people being the uh, like the butt of discrimination. Yeah, you know the U.S. knew that the Japanese were coming. Uh, like when you know after Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. they knew a few days before that they were coming to bomb Guam, and they allowed only Americans, only white Americans, and their white children and descendants to leave the island. Oh, like if literally you were Chamorro and you were married mm-hmm. to a white American. They didn't let you leave the island. They left all the Chamorro. If you were a child, a Chamorro child, they left you there. If you were the white children of <laughs> Americans, they took you. They left all the Chamorros there. Wow. Right? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's crazy. fucked up. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I'm not positive. I didn't look mm-hmm. into I've read about the, the spam war. Yeah. And I want to say most of it, though, took place in the Philippines. Yep. And... They just seeded over. I mean, not to say there wasn't any fighting, but I think they just seeded over Guam, Puerto Rico, yeah, the U.S. Virgin Islands. I think they just kind of wrote it off to them. like even the Philippines because mm-hmm. there was then the you may know about this being Filipino, the Filipino American War mm-hmm. right afterwards, yeah, which was also known I th- I believe as the Filipino Insurrection mm-hmm. because the Americans looked at it like we own you now, yeah. But the Filipinos, oh, that's what that's what it was, bro. The Filipinos were fighting the Spanish for their own independence. Yep. And the fucking uh, Americans came in, helped the Filipinos. The Filipinos thought, sweet, we're free. The Americans said, no, now now we own you. So then they fought the Americans. Hmm. Crazy history. It's crazy. See, you know what, ma'am? This 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 is makes me want to like research and just learn more about the history too. It's like growing up, right? Like we yeah we had Guam history classes, we had Chamorro classes or whatnot, and then we learned a lot about that. But I was also really conflicted with myself because I'm not a lo- I'm not a native of Guam, mm. right? So 
but I grew up in Guam, so I know a lot of the Guam ways, right? Like I, dude, I was born and raised in Guam for 21 years. I moved mm. here to Cali when I was 21. So, but if you talk to a local, like to a tomorrow person, yeah, yeah, they would have way more knowledge, right? Yeah. Of, uh, of what's going on because that's their ancestors. That's their. Yeah. That's what they grew up. That's the food they ate, the culture, everything, right? I grew up in Guam, but I grew up as a Filipino in Guam. Did Chamorro people look at you differently, knowing that you're a Filipino in Guam? Is there di- was there a different? Uh, is there any type of y- you know bias or any type of feeling? Even and then with that said too, what if you're white? Yeah. Uh, what if you're white in Guam? Is there also then? How do how does this all play out in in Guam? <sighs> How do the races and the ethnicities play you know, out in Guam? For from just your own experience. Yeah, and I what mean, you, you know, see. today I, I don't think not so much today, but for me growing up, yeah, dude, like back in the sixties, right? When it was seventies, <laughs> <laughs> early nineties, shoot, yeah, early nineties. I mean, growing up and you know, you know, all the Filipinos hung out with all the Filipinos, all the Chamorros hung out with all the Chamorros. Crazy. And at that time the military kids was integrated with the locals with the chamorros yeah really and so the the military kids was going to public schools with the locals hmm. and so i would have a lot of the uh, you know i have these you know white black you know american kids or whatnot yeah just you know in our class hmm. it was not until i was a sophomore in high school where they created a Department of Defense high school. Yeah, so just for all the military just all kids, all the military kids. Because what is what, this K through twelve? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean they can they can choose to go private schools outside of that if they want to, right? I I think I saw seventeen military bases mm-hmm. in Guam. I don't 17. know if that. That's what I, I I think that's what I saw. Over a third of the of the acreage in Guam. Is owned by uh, the U.S. military. Yeah, uh, a huge like, especially the northern part of Guam. It like it is, I believe Anderson Air Force Base. So that's the that's the biggest base on Guam. Yeah, I believe yep. Anderson Air Force Base is maybe or it one of the largest or maybe the largest Air Force Base the U.S. has. Wow. Yeah. Which is the reason why <clears throat> I don't know if you remember. I think it was back in 2017 or whatnot when Kim Jong Un w- threatened um, his nuclear attacks. Vaguely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guam, Guam was the center of attention of yes. that because he's, you know, I mean, if you want to take a, if you want to take a threat, you know, what's the closest to North Korea, right? It's, mm. I believe Guam. You know, as you say that too, uh, do you know the history of Anderson Military Base? Like I saw, I was just watching. I saw it was owned mm-hmm. by this man. So originally, so after the uh, after World War Two, after Liberation Day. Okay. Now the Americans, one, what's kind of fucked up? Kind of fucked up. This is fucked up. This mm-hmm. is how they treat First Nations and Brown people. In a you know, this is just how it's been in our history. Just yeah. being, just being real. Mm-hmm. They didn't, you know. They didn't give you s- full citizenship because literally in the in in the writings you're considered or Chamorro people were an alien race not fit for their own government for their own self-governance. It's crazy. So and then also being uh strategic in where it's at in the Pacific, 
they didn't want to let that go, right? Yeah. You could have this military base. And, but, okay, so after World War II, they forced this man, I think his name's Poblano or Sablano, mm-hmm. the Sablano family, they forced this dude to give up 4,600 acres. And all of that ended up becoming uh, Anderson Military Base. And they paid him less than $12 an acre. Damn. Yeah. And then... They they started taking more Chamorin land, Chamoru, you, Chamoru so land. So you were reading this. Does the name is the name Sablon Angel? Sablon. Is it is yes? It Angel Sablon? Antonio Antonio. Yes, Sablon. Sablon. Yes, okay. yes. Sablon's a very common um, Chamorro last name. This dude, uh, yeah, this dude was talking about how he became radicalized because because uh, they were just so disrespectful, like the American military. One, they took his, they forced him to sign over his land, yeah, and it yeah. ended up becoming Anderson Military Base. But then the land that he did own, even after that, they would routinely uh, put him at gunpoint mm-hmm. for for these for these checkpoints. There were yep. these checkpoints. They'd put him at gunpoint on the ground with M16s, and he'd have his ID, like, or he'd have his papers that like he owned this land. It happened so often, though, and I saw clips of like. You know all these indigenous people, and uh, you know they're being they're being they're in like a you know they're in the street and they're being handcuffed by military personnel, and he just said you know he he was like I was willing to die for my land like you know I mean we already went through a lot of this with the Japanese, and in the eighties then they they had a lawsuit mm-hmm. against the Americans for how much they were they were paid for their land, and they won. But the lawsuit only reimbursed them for what the land was in the 40s. So Sablon, this guy Antonio Sablon, I, uh, he Isn't he refused such, it. Like, American way, just just, just might, the U.S. just getting their way. Yeah, man, might right? They might makes makes right almost. Yeah, you know that's what they that's how they use it. Yep, they have the gun. They got the big guns. Y- you know, I we learned all this growing up. Absolutely. Yeah. But my memory, man, it's it's now that you now that you say bits and pieces of it, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. Oh Crazy. yeah, I remember that. But it's just one of those things where you know it's like, how's it growing sp- up? Like growing up in Guam and learning about Guam and whatnot. It's like it was it was just it was different. You know what I mean? What is one supposed to do with the information? I mean, you know, how, like, mm-hmm. do you see your so living in Guam also? So for instance. Living in Guam, okay. do you grow up believing you're like, Amer- like what's what is your relationship with America? Like, are you American? Do you think of yourself as United States? Because you are a United States citizen, mm-hmm. but you can't vote for president. Yeah. So, like, what is your how do you how did you view all this? Yeah. How was it viewed? Yeah. Or so did- everybody in Guam, they feel American. They Okay. Well, at least not 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 necessarily feel American, but they all have that U.S. citizenship, right? Yep. So they all, you know, they all understand that they're allowed to come to the U.S. mainland. You know, they always they always talk about mainland, mainland. Okay. And when they say mainland, yep. that's the U.S. mainland that they're okay. referring to, and that's where it's like, like, you know, I mean, a lot of people want to go check it out and visit or whatnot you know but it's it's tough man it's tough it's expensive it's tough and it's just yeah 
so this this further furthers mu- further muddies the ethnicity question even and the the whole race thing and everything right because mm-hmm. it's like are you considered and then when you say with the military kids i assume a lot of these military kids their parents are actually from the mainland yeah so they're just out here at anderson military base and maybe that's where they're stationed now mm-hmm. so was there like a between the Chamorros, the Filipino, I'm assuming the Filipino population is the next largest population next I would to the say Chamorros. So. Yeah, I would say so. Those Chamorros and then Filipinos. But you know what's crazy is that, you know, I don't know if it, how true it is today, but I think it's almost getting close to 50-50 because there's a lot of Filipinos that are coming over to Guam. And I hear a lot of Chamorros have left. I hear that too, but I don't, you know. I the, don't know. How far away are these northern Mariana Islands? No, they're they're pretty they're pretty close. It's not okay. You know, what I mean, it's I don't know, thirty minute hour plane rides, man. Okay. Yeah, they're pretty close. Are boat rides fairly common between all these islands, or no plane ride? Everybody. I, I, have you maybe, ever done them? I've never done them. Okay. No. I've never <laughs> been. You know, I've never been to any of the uh, uh, other Mariana Islands. I've been to um, so Guam's like little brother island of Saipan. Okay. Yeah, and so Saipan is all. I think. I don't know if Saipan's a U.S. territory. I saw, I was reading about it, and th- they have these weird, like... Yeah, I don't know, actually. I should know, but I don't know. We gotta yeah, I don't know. They have these we weird classifications. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and so, I mean, st- Saipan's like 30 minutes away. It's basically mm. half the size of Guam. Okay. To yeah. the south? South, yeah. I okay. believe south, yeah. We'll see. So... Uh, what I was going to say, too, though, between the, the these three populations then, Chamorros, uh, Filipinos, Americans, is there, like, a class, like, kind of hierarchy between them at all? You know how, like, what do you I mean? mean, well, like here, like, white Americans definitely feel more entitled. Mm-hmm. They probably, f- you know, are probably, uh, you know, they're treated. Like, I mean, just look at the way, right, every, all this stuff that's been going on with the police. They're definitely treated a way that black, brown, red, all other colored Americans are not treated. Mm-hmm. And this also go, you know, and again, there's a history to this even, like literally where you couldn't get certain loans, you know, where you couldn't uh, apply for certain type of social services as a Chinese American or yeah. as a African American. Or so um, what I'm wondering is like, in Guam, was there at all like, oh, the military kids like take precedent or the Chamorros take precedent or the Filipinos are kind of in power? No, it didn't really. Is it kind of like come down to maybe no. who has more money individually? Yeah, I think so. You know what's crazy, dude, growing up? Yeah. You know how I, you know, I personally thought, oh, who are the rich folks? Huh. If you had a two story house. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 If one of my, fr- if I saw one of my friends yeah. living in a two, because in Guam, I mean, it's all one story, right? Yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. Story, whatever. Yeah. Right. If you had a two-story house, they super you, rare. It's not that it's rare. I mean, there's two-story houses like up in you know in neighborhoods or whatever. <laughs> but if you own a two-story house, I always thought, damn, you rich, huh? <laughs> You know, to be honest, though, I felt the same way here. For real? <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I guess I always wanted, I don't know if it was because I always wanted a two-story yeah. house. Mm-hmm. Two-story houses looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Right? Did yeah. you want a two-story house? Fuck yeah. Right? Hell yeah. I wanted a pool, too. Hell yeah. Two-story house and a pool. I don't know if that's a big thing in Guam. You got the beach everywhere. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really too think too much of a pool. Okay. And, yeah. But two-story house, for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
That's all that step by yeah. step. Uh, you know what's crazy too is like I we I didn't really didn't see like like a structural class like that in Guam. And going back to ethnicity too is like growing up, I never really thought, hey, you know what? You're Chinese, you're mm. you're Japanese, you're you know, this or whatnot. Like Nice. It was just more of like, yo, we're friends, man. Wow. And it's just and then like, cause to me, it's like we're all local. Let's say we're all Guamanian. We're all local. It's only when I got older is when I started to understand. Like, oh, how dude. old? Huh? Like, uh, like, like once you came here, or like in your teens? More so when I came to the United States. Yes, but I would say probably when I hit like high school. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's when I started. Like, oh yeah, you know, my boy, he's Japanese. You know, or you know, my boy, he's Korean. Or you know, this and that. Not that I looked at them any different. It's just now I can understand. Okay, oh, you know what? They do have their own ethnicity to them. Mm. We're not just all local Guam kids. How many different high schools would there have been? Do you know? Shit, a lot. No. Okay. No, and Guam is like. Are there private and public high schools? Yeah. Or? Yeah. 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 I think for public, it's four. Okay. Four public schools, and then. There might be more today. How you know, big do you there think? Might be uh, more today, I don't know. Two thousand kids in the, like. How big was your graduating class at your high school? Bro, it was. I don't even know to be honest. A couple hundreds. Couple hundred. Yeah. Uh, was this a big class? Was this like? Were you, was your no, school a bigger it, school? Was your school a smaller school? It was or? a bigger school. We had a, we okay. had one of our bigger schools. Yeah, okay. I couldn't honestly tell you numbers because this numbers. Yeah, I couldn't even tell you relatively how it compares to. The, the numbers here in, in, in school here because I didn't go to school here. Yeah. So I didn't understand, like, what were the numbers like here? Was it was it, was it it mammoth? I mean, in the thousands? Yeah, I mean, at my I went to Santa Teresa and I had, uh, I, had I think, five to 600 kids in my graduating class. Damn. So you figure there's a couple thousand kids on that campus. You know, like one of, uh, yeah, one of my friends right now, he lives in Montana. Oh, and there's nah. There's less than 2,000 people in his town. We had that many people in our high school. That's crazy. Just at Santa Teresa High School, like yeah, it's crazy we're we're in the hundreds. That. It's yeah, definitely in the hundreds. It, it was not that, yeah. So, oh, what by I, the way, yeah. Saipan is not a U.S. territory. What Saipan, was it ever? It is a Commonwealth of the Northern uh, Mariana Islands. Now, what is a Commonwealth? I learned it at one point. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even tell you <laughs> right now. So many. hey, you know what? You're the book reader. I'm gonna tell you my experience. <laughs> Growing up, <laughs> you're going to tell me what it says in the books. Hey, you know what? It's all going to work out, baby. <laughs> the yin and the yang. <laughs> uh, I love it. To go back real quick to yeah. the, uh, did you ever experience or see racism then? Man. Wow. Guam is like, Guam, you ever seen? Uh, and, and you know what? I will say this. Guam's awesome. It's like paradise. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me there's no racism and you guys all got along like this. I mean, no, but you know, yeah, because I'm, I'm in. Dude. I mean, there there is. I'm sure there is. You I never I, saw it. I, I've never. Saw, but look, every culture has a bit of racism in it. There's like cultural racism in it. Right. Like, look, growing up Filipino, dude, in Philippines, everybody wants to be white. Yeah. OK. Skin so whitening. We, yeah. So we. Dude, I used to use these skin whitening. What? Yeah, bro. You did? I did. Crazy. When? Yeah. How old? Bro, 
I was like, I don't know, like 12, 13, 14. Everybody, like, why? Everybody was? Was this a friend thing or a family thing? It was, I think it's the Filipino thing, to be honest, dude, because, like, for some reason, I don't know, man, like, Filipinos love their whitening products. Yeah. So I used to use this soap called Likas Papaya, and shit, I'll tell you what. <laughs> if you're a Filipino listening to this, you know exactly what Likas Papaya is. Oh, you know exactly what Escanol is. Dude, these are like a staple in a Filipino household, man. Like, So this Likas Papaya soap, it's like this whitening soap. Mm. Because I guess in the Philippines, right, the lighter and fairer your skin is, yep. the more, I guess wealthier you are the more rich you look yep and the darker skin you know the darker the skin is like you're a field worker you're out yep. in the fields all day you're out in the in in in, in the rice pad you know in the rice plantations or whatever you know what i mean you're out you've heard people say you've heard people talk about white supremacy mm -hmm. obviously and yeah. and america being a perpetuator or of of white supremacy and this this is this just reminds me Further proof, even in these other territories, because the Philippines was a territory yeah. for a little bit of America. And then, you know, these people that are put in charge, America has a vested interest in making sure that they have somebody who's going to be favorable to them in terms of like, OK, uh, you have a lot of resources here in this nation. We want to bring in U.S. companies mm -hmm. to take over your timber fields or your uh if you have copper or any type of mineral yeah we're gonna bring american companies in oh you want uh communication we're gonna bring at&t in oh you want you know and then for all these countries it's just it, it it's just human nature for these people of every one of these countries to end up going the the bravest people of the nation would go I mean, think about it, bro. We all come from 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 strong lineages of uh, uh, you know within our within our ethnicities. Mm -hmm. The strong men, the strong women in our uh, you know in our ancestry, they would not want. Well, wait a minute. Why don't we just do it ourselves? Yeah. Why are we gonna let you come in and take ninety percent of the profit, not employ us in the in the positions of power, use us as the labor? Mm -hmm. So it only makes sense then, too, that these people became the objects of uh, violence. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this reminds me, if I can, real quick, because have you ever read Malcolm X? Maybe no. seen the movie? Vaguely. Uh, okay. I'm pretty sure I've seen it. I couldn't tell Denzel you anything movie? about it. It's a great movie. Denzel yeah. movie. Uh, Spike Lee joint. Okay. Really good. Okay. Malcolm X, I mean, this, this is – Malcolm X changed my life. Like, honestly, and Malcolm X, even though, you know, African, you know, Af blacks in this country, uh, you know, they would they do they do this shit. Okay. Straighten their hair with that. Have you ever heard of this? That conch or whatever? This shit that would like burn their mm -hmm. fucking head so that they could straighten their hair because these they because if their hair looked more ethnic, they were more likely to be left out of of things. Right. Damn. And they would just straighten their hair for what? Like. Yeah. For a fucking shoe shine job, at the uh, at the at the Capitol building, at least back in, in Malcolm X, we're talking forties, fifties, sixties. Fucking great book, great movie. 
I'll tell you what. Maybe this is a topic for another podcast. Let me, for sure. Let, let for me, sure. Let Let's go watch, back to Guam. Let me oh, watch. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Let I me just, watch Malcolm X. Oh, that'd be dope. I will get into it. You will. It's a, <laughs> it's a great story. Uh, let's go back to, you know what, and then we, what I really want to get into, let's just fast forward a little. I mean, what was it like for you? Okay. First of all, did you know Guam has the highest rates of enlistment in the military out of like anywhere else in all the territories of America, like in like more, more Guamanians Mm -hmm. than like Californians or any other state in really? Yeah. Per capita. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Like, and you have then, yeah. the, there's also the, the highest rates of uh, active military uh, deaths. Damn. Right? Wow. I, don't, I didn't know that. Apparently, from what, I, from what I saw, you know, a lot of the older generation, mm-hmm. they saw it as their, uh, as their duty almost to pay, because the Japanese were, were brutal. They were horrible. Yeah. So they saw it as like, they wanted to be patriotic and they wanted to pay back America by enlisting. Mm-hmm. And then because dad did it, son did it, and then grandson did it. I mean, you probably know, I th- maybe even in your own household, do you have any, any, any military enlistment or do you know I anybody? Do. My brother. Right? I thought so. My brother's 20 so. years in the military. Right? just retired. Any other family? My brother-in-law, my sister's husband, he is uh, reserve. Your parents or grandparents? I thought yeah, I, this is an interesting story too. If I, I remember, if I remember correctly, yeah. how you came, how you guys got to Guam. You know what? I don't it, know it, if this it's, is. It's 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 just one of those things where I'm lucky to be a U.S. citizen. It was one of those things in the right place in the right time, right? So. It was probably in the 40s, 1948 or whatnot. Okay. So I was I was looking into it a little bit, right? And so my grandfather, my dad's dad, who was living in the Philippines at that time, you know, heard about this place, Guam, mm. that just is thriving. Things after World War II. Mm. Things after World War II, U.S. you know, U.S. got it. You know, it's on the, it's on the, it's on the, it's on the come up, okay. it's rebuilding, you know, and so he just wanted to see what it's like to live in Guam. Right? Okay. So he might have won in Guam, 1948, 1949, somewhere there. How old was he? <sighs> I want to say in his 40s, maybe. 40s already. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 30s or 40s, you know, my, well, my dad was in high school when he went to Guam. Okay. So, you know, whatever that age, you know, I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, age, that would make sense then. Yep. And so during his during his stay in Guam or whatnot, right, in nineteen fifty, I think it was Truman that passed the Organic Act. Wow, what's this? So this nineteen fifty Organic Act. Yeah. Which made every single person who was living on Guam at that time, ah. a U.S. citizen. Okay, yes. Could you imagine that? So okay. my grandfather was living there at that time. Wow. Truman yeah. passed this organic act in 1950, making every resident on Guam a U.S. citizen. Wow. 
So my grandfather said, hey, we're U.S. <laughs> citizens now. Wow. Let's get our ass out of Philippines and let's go to Guam. Wow. So fucking took entire, you know, first he started off with his family at first. Right. Yeah. And then on top of that. So here th this is a this is this is a good story that my dad told me recently was. Uh, my mom and my dad are high school sweethearts. And Aww. so when my dad went to Guam, he was a junior in high school. Okay. Right. Um, but my mom was still in the Philippines, right? Cause Crazy. She, she couldn't come to Guam. So they knew each other in high school in the Philippines? Yes. Wow. Okay. Because he couldn't come to Guam. Yeah. Right? He couldn't come to Guam. We're in the Philippines. My, my, my mom couldn't come to Guam. So I'm from Cavite. It's out in the province, in the okay. like uh, outside of Manila. I mean, if it's okay. it's in the their main island of Luzon. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, I'm from uh, Paradahan, which is in Tansa Cavite, and then my dad is from Malabon, which is around Cavite as well. Okay. And so my mom and dad were high school sweethearts. My dad comes to the United States. I'm the United States comes to Guam. Yep. And. Uh, you know, my mom's my mom's back in, in, in the Philippines still. My dad told me that for two years he was pen pals with my mom. Wow. But for two years, my dad saved money for two years. And then out of the blue, he just told my grandfather, he said, I'm going to go get my wife. Wow. So he went back to the Philippines. Yeah. Married my mom. Made her a U.S. citizen <laughs> because my dad's a U.S. citizen. Yeah, yeah. Brought my mom over. And so my mom made everyone on her side U.S. citizens. Wow. And brought her entire family from the Philippines over to Guam. Nice. And that's how, you know, we all became U.S. citizens. And that's how we started on this, you know, fucking American journey, as you, you might say. Crazy. Had it had had it had it been for my grandfather, I would have been in the rice fields in the Philippines because my grandfather owned rice fields in the Philippines. They're 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 rice farmers. Wow. Yeah, I would have been in the fields, yeah, just planting. Wow. Rice. Have you been to these? Have you been back to these these places where your grandparents are from? Hell yeah, many times. You still have family out there? Tons. Yeah. Okay. I got tons of family out there. Every nice. time. Like, every time I went back to the Philippines for work, yeah, I would go visit. For work? Dude, yeah. I went to the Philippines about six times for work, bro. What do you mean? Oh, for for jobs here in America? Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking, yeah. like, you oh. went like, from Guam. <laughs> like, doing some, doing some work? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? You got sent like, to oh, the Philippines? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. You got an international man of mystery going on here. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> but yeah, that is my story of how I became a U.S. citizen, dude. It's a great story. I love it. It's crazy. That I I'm I'm still tripping though too. That like you know so one the the skin whitening and things, that's yeah like that's crazy. But then also though that like I mean, you know, and I don't know if maybe because I mean you 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 live out here in San Jose now. I mean and. You know where San Teresa Golf Course is? Okay. You know where AKA is over there on the sure. south side? I grew up right there. Okay. You know, that's where San Teresa High School is over there. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I saw racism from, like, dude, a, a young age. And, like, I was the 
I was the Chinese kid. I was the chink. I was the gook. I got no for really. Real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is I it because your last name was Wong? Of course, I was Matt Schlong, dude. Damn, dude, I know. bro. But you got you're fairly white skinned. It didn't matter, and it doesn't matter to like you know like it's it, because it, your last name was Wong, dude. It doesn't matter, like wow. you know. And I don't look like you know. No. I don't. Uh, there's something, you know. I didn't get it mm-hmm. until getting older. Yeah. That like everybody shouldn't always ask me. I don't think what I am, right? Like, but like I don't like you know. That was just so common. Yeah. Every class, every year, like uh-huh. people would want to know, like you know, what are you? Like you know, even though already knowing my last name's Wong, I'm in your class. I'm Matt Wong. But like, you know, and it's like, <laughs> you know where Wong comes from. Yeah. But they like, you know, it's weird because, you know, what I always got was, oh, you don't. And it was always a compliment, bro. Oh, you don't look Chinese. Mm-hmm. Always a compliment. I mean, I hung out with all white kids for the most part, uh-huh. you know, and it was like always. And I didn't I didn't mind it. Like, you know, I didn't I didn't get it. And too, because, uh, you know. Dude, yeah, like fourth grade, to like fifth, sixth, seventh grade, dude. Mm-hmm. I had these kids. They fucking would egg my house all the time, man. What? Yeah, man. They didn't. They, yeah, and like I these these same kids. These are the first kids I saw. These kids call these other black kids the N word. You know I what? That's thinking like whoa. That's crazy. So, you know, growing up in Guam, I've never heard of anyone egging anyone's house. Yeah, I've never heard of any I, this TPing some some somebody's house. Yeah, that's like. Such a U.S. thing. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, man, you're lucky. Uh, you know, like, and... and uh, that's, you know what, too, man? That's crazy, dude, because... I think, I, fi- I, I think I'm very fortunate growing up in Guam and then coming here and then, and then experiencing, like, what it's like living in California or what it's like living in the U- United States or whatever, U- U.S. mainland or whatever, right? Yeah. Because it's two do- totally different lifestyles. Two do- totally different cultures, right? In Guam or in the islands, maybe maybe in Hawaii too. I'm not sure. It's very laid back and chill, and it's all about togetherness. It's all mm. about love. It's all about culture. It's mm. all about family. I wish. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I come here. Yeah. It's all about hustling. I mean, the, yeah. the, don't get me wrong. You got to hustle, right? You got to yeah. hustle in order to survive. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But over here, it's more... I mean, more so, is, of course, Silicon Valley, right? You know, in the Bay Area, it's just, you know, it's what car you drive. Are you married? Do you own a home? And I've depending on the answer to those questions, you may get yeah. a little different look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you may, yeah. may get a little different look of that person. Yeah. But in Guam or in Hawaii or in the islands or whatnot, it's like, hey, bro, where are you from? Oh, snap. Oh, daddy don't. Right on, bro. Mm. You know, it's. That's that's that that's what I feel, and that's what you know what I mean. It's how like the two different lifestyles, the two different cultures, and I, you know I I don't know what it's like in Guam today. Maybe maybe that's like in Guam today. I don't know, but for me, growing up, you know, in the nineties, eighties, nineties, and two thousands in Guam, like, yeah. dude, it's all about family, culture, togetherness, love. And it's just, it's just, just, just hanging out, just, just watching out after each other. You know what I mean? And it's not like this necessarily started with your generation. I mean, I, I assume yeah. your grandparents, your parents were doing the same, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man. You know, what's crazy is how much this valley has changed. Yeah. You know, uh, with the, 
with the the rise of Apple and uh, computers, mm-hmm. because prior you figure you know this was just this was like the canning capital of the world. Yeah, like well, you know this was this was known as San Jose was also known as the Valley of the Heart's Delight mm. because of how much citrus and orchards there were out here. It's fucking crazy. But also. San Jose was a fucking sundown town in mm-hmm. the early 1900s. Yeah. You know what this is? What? When the sun goes down. Wait, say it again. San Jose was a sundown sun town. A sundown town. Sundown town. Okay, that's the first time I ever heard that term. So a sundown. Enlighten me, sir. Yep. A sundown town meant if you were fucking colored and you're, a, I swear to God, look this up. If you're colored, if you're black, if you're Chinese, if you're brown, if you're Mexican, if you're out and the sun is down, nobody's going to help you. What do you mean nobody's going to help you? You're fucking fair game. If the whites want to fucking fuck you up, because you're not supposed to be out anymore at night. When was this? Uh, 1900s? uh, Yeah, early 1900s, late 1800s. You know know there was a Chinese exclusion act in this country. Crazy. Yes, bro, which which, which brings me... let me sidetrack a little bit. Yeah, Have please. you seen the show Warrior on HBO? Dre just told me about it, and I'm I'm down to. I need to. I haven't seen it yet. It's gonna be your new favorite it. show, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is right down your fucking yeah. alley. Tell me a little. You go ahead. Go ahead. Chinese Tell us a little about Exclusion Act, written by Bruce Lee's sister. Yep, Shannon Lee, Sharon Lee, Shannon. I think, bro. Do you know anything about? Did Dre tell you about like what's going on or what? Tell me, no, no, tell no, no, us. So yeah, just go ahead. I, I've never seen uh, a, a show made this way. Mm. It, it's 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 a no. It's not just the storyline. The storyline is amazing because you get to see like like how the Chinese. It's it's basically San Francisco. It's based in San Francisco, Chinatown. Yep. Right. Yep. And it's fucking awesome in a sense where. It starts off them talking to each other in Chinese, right? Okay. And then you're reading the subtitles, yep, right? Yep. Like the they're reading the subtitles, right? Yep. Like the way they're talking slang or whatever, like what's up fucker, whatever, right? Yep, yep. They're talking Chinese. Okay. Then the camera and then next thing you know, them talking to Chinese turns into perfect English. Mm. So check this out. So it's like they're talking in Chinese or whatever, right? Yep. And the next thing you know, they're like, "What's up, motherfucker? Hell yeah! Did you see that? Mm. Did you see that fucker, bro? Like just normal conversation, right? But as soon as a purse, as soon as a white person comes in, yeah, uh, they start talking to Chinese again to each yeah, other, yeah. and now it's like when they talk to a white person or when they talk to a person who's not in China, uh, not not a Chinese person, rather. Yep, yep. It's broken English mm. because they're talking as how a Chinese person would talk to a white person. Yep, yep. But once they talk to each other, yep, it's yep. perfect English. Yep. Dude, it's I'm telling you this right now, Matt. It's going to be your new favorite show. But anyways. No, I'm excited for it. I like he literally just told me about this two days ago, I think. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll need to. It's on my it's HBO Max, right? Yeah, it's it's on HBO Max. Yeah, it, that show, dude. We binged watched the hell out of it. Nice. Of season one. I'm yeah. in season two right now. Nice. And I just can't stop watching it, dude. Yeah, it I'm, is brutal. Okay, okay. Brutal. Okay. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Don't. Oh, damn. Bro, it's good. It is so good. 
so this country bro like i mean there's the 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 history of this country in and then what's crazy is because you probably felt coming to the bay area mm-hmm. i mean this is supposed to be the this is the most liberal spot yeah in the whole country yeah and this was happening in this in this county mm-hmm. in this city you know there were five chinese town there were five chinatowns in san jose did you know that Five Chinatowns in San Jose. Have you ever wondered to yourself why there's not a Chinatown in San Jose? Have you ever thought that? I what? never even knew there was a Chinatown in San Jose. I know, I know of Japantown. There's a Japantown, and you would think though, like, or I don't know, there's Chinatowns in Oakland. There's a Chinatown in San Francisco. Yeah. There's obviously big Chinese populations here in, yeah. in this Bay Area. Okay. There were Chinatowns in San Jose. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to Quicksilver? Uh, yeah. The uh, the, fi- the the uh, the hike. Yeah. Yeah, it's outside. Yeah. You know that that was the Mercury capital. That like the most Mercury was being like at some part was be uh, uh, you know at the end of the 1800s they used Chinese labor there. Crazy. Right. And they uh so you know this they had Chinatowns here in San Jose. They got mysteriously burned down. Wow. Because you get this, the white people, uh, and uh, you know, I'm ha- you've seen the YouTube channel, Half White, Half Wong, right? <laughs> like, I mean, it's, I'm not like, you know, it's not, I'm just, it's just facts. Uh-huh. Like, you can't, you know, you, people need to know, you know, I think knowing our history is, uh-huh. is super important. Very important. And you know, yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, there was a white Christian church that was giving Sunday school. To Chinese kids, and they burned this church down. Can you imagine? So white people had the had a white. Uh, there was their own Christian church, and because they offered Sunday school to ch- the Chinese children, <laughs> some of the racists in this town burned it down. That's crazy, you know. And and uh, yeah, we won't talk about other races and all this stuff. But yeah, I mean, this stuff. This stuff all hit. I didn't realize how close to home all this stuff was. And granted, too, in my own experience growing up here, I was always the Chinese. Like, it wasn't until you know uh, I, I I spoke on this on on my fight podcast on the on a previous podcast, but it wasn't until I fucked up a kid that was calling me fucking chink and chisel or he was calling me this shit all the time in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I fucking bombed on his ass one day, <laughs> and then from that point forward, like I had this like this was like this was the first fight I ever got into. And from that point out forward, I felt like yeah, I, I had some type of power, and I felt like I felt a little, you know, didn't I didn't get fucking made fun of anymore. He never said shit ever again. And then like you know, but yeah, racism is a thing out here in in San Jose even. Yeah. And uh, you know, for you, what what did you think you were getting into when you came out here? How long was it on your radar? Why didn't you? I know these are a lot of questions. These are all things on my mind, though. No, like why did you also not? Uh, was it was military ever in your in your uh, in your on your radar? Did you ever think to enlist or to do something with? Uh, I did not want to enlist. No, you know what? It they, crossed they, your they, mind. Maybe I mean the reserve. Yeah, okay. the reserve crossed my mind. You know, because I wanted to travel the world you yeah. know what i mean yeah but yeah that that was one point one time well at one small time in my 20s where i thought about it but when you I'm, were already here i was already here okay yeah i because i was like i had really nothing going for me not much or whatnot uh 
you know it's just one of those things where you just sit around and it's like what the fuck am i doing with my life you know what i mean mm. and i was like maybe i'm just gonna fucking join the military or something mm. so there was a little interest of that in my 20s but aside from that nah okay never really never really thought about it do you ever know how your brother got into it or why he why he joined you know he, he never pushed you no he never pushed me no you know i want i think he wanted to do it for his family like he uh you know he he's a young parent he he had a kid when he was 16 mm. maybe 16 or 17 i, I believe and um uh i think he just wanted to take care of his family and uh you know the benefits that the u.s military provides yeah you know it was uh it was working for him so he went that route and look at it now, 20 years in the military, right? He's just... Where's he been these 20 years? He's been all over, man. He's uh, He's been stationed in North Carolina. He's been stationed in Washington. He's been in Texas. He's been in Louisiana. That's just how it works, too. That's like just you how don't, it works, You don't man. get stationed somewhere permanently. Or, yeah. or is that hard to... Do you know? Like, is that... Well... I don't know if these are... Yeah, I mean... I know you can request... Okay. You can you can you can you can put in like specific I mean preferences rather. Okay. Okay. You can put in preferences and where you want to be, but I don't know I don't know how much pull you have like wanting to be at a certain location. Gotcha. You know what I mean? I think it's more of like where they need you. Gotcha. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. we'll need somebody in the military on a we'll on a future wong on, yeah. on a future water podcast. But what so how did you how long was America on your you know, I'm going to go to America. And was it always the Bay Area? What was, you know? It wasn't. O- I mean, dude. How'd this happen? Yeah. I was 20 years old. Okay. Okay. I was 20 years old. Two years out of high school already then, Two right? years out of high school. Okay. Bumming in Guam. I was going to say, there col- is there a college in Guam? There or is. In- okay. Yeah, I, I went to University of Guam for okay. a few semesters. Okay. I'm not really a school guy, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not into the academics. But two years out of high school, I was bumming around. I wasn't doing shit. And then next thing you know, you know, fucking Larry was here in the Bay Area. Larry's been my best friend since like seventh grade yeah. in middle school. And yep. then fucking I hit him up and I said, bro, where are you at? He said, I'm in Santa Clara. I was like, what the hell is Santa Clara? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, uh, you know, San Francisco. I was like think so <laughs> uh, i was like how's it there it's like it's pretty cool man you know it's if you want to come check it out check it out so you know so what you just can't like okay keep going keep going yeah and so it was so i just said you know i i just i, I wasn't i wasn't doing anything in guam i was bumming i slept about 5, 6 a.m. every day. Yeah. Woke up at 3, 4 p.m. You know wow. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Go did you have work. a job? I did, yeah. What'd you do? I worked in this company called Sandcastle. Did I ever tell you about this? The no, entertainment company? I don't think so. Oh entertainment? Is that what you God, said? God, it's the best. <laughs> it's the best job I've ever had. It was $6.50 an hour. <laughs> Take that minimum wage worker at those times. Bro, it was yeah. $5.15 minimum wage at that time. Oh, wow. When I got hired at $6.50, I said, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what is this, 98? What is this, 99? Oh, man, this was 2000. 2000? <laughs> 2000, straight out of high school, bro. Damn. So I work for this company called Sandcastle. <laughs> yeah. Best job I ever had till today. Best job I ever had till today. In, in what in what ways? Bro, I was a backstage technician. Oh. In a very high-end Las Vegas type show. Wow. You're talking about like you ever watch you ever been to Vegas? Yeah, uh, yeah, we yeah. You ever yeah, been yeah. you ever watch any of those high-end shows? Or I've been to like no, well, I've been I think you no. watch Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil. You watch O? Yeah, yeah, Cirque du Soleil. High-end shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, that's what Sandcastle is. Wow. What the was show this? was called Fantastique. Where was Sandcastle at? It was in Tumon. It was. I was like gonna say the, this um, is that Toulon Bay. Yeah, it's, it's this is where all Tumon, the stuff is, and, right? And so in Guam, Tumon is like Tumon. Tumon is like the tourist strip. It's okay. Like the wharf. It's like wherever the. It's like our downtown. Our, our our. It's where all the tourists are. If I could just say, Guam is fucking beautiful, bro. You need. I to saw. Come. I've only just from what I've. Se- I mean, I could only imagine. Mm-hmm. But just from what I've seen, like these aerial views and the fucking. They have the beaches, best sunsets in the world. Bro, beautiful looking. I've seen sunsets. Uh, look, I haven't traveled the world. I get it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. But I've seen some sunsets in Guam <laughs> that would just blow your fucking mind, bro. It, it's it's amazing. So, I work at the Sandcastle. Yeah. I work backstage technician. It was the best fucking job. Was it hard to get this job? I mean, did you just look into this? It was. Or, or how this happen? I, yeah, I had pools. I, okay. I, knew, I knew people there. Okay. I knew people there. So, you know, one of my best friends, Frank, his brother used to work there. And so his brother got us in, right? I believe I've met Frank. I think you met Frank. Yeah, I've yeah. met Frank. Yeah, I think yeah, you yeah. met Frank, yeah. So, so so this is also why you slept so late then. I'm assuming it was yeah, like a late, we got out at it was midnight. like a night time. Yeah, we got out at midnight. So the show was 7 to 11, 11.30. And the place is still there? Yeah, it's still there. They still... And Same so, shows? New no, shows? No, 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 no. It's a completely different show. Okay. So... Dude, these were white girls from <laughs> Vegas doing their dance number in like in in like um I mean there's just some numbers there they're in thongs for sure like yeah, a, like yeah. a thong costume type deal yeah 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 but because it's it's showtime right it's yeah, it's yeah. whatever it's Vegas right yeah and then you know they'll, they'll they'll do their number whether it's like a you know. I don't know, a 40s theme. It's mm. going to be like, or whatever theme it is, right? Hawaiian theme or whatever, right? And then in the middle of that, there was a magic show. Oh. Bro, I was responsible for a lot of the magic to happen. Wow. I was going to say, did you know how the magic happened? Hell yeah. <laughs> it was the most, bro, it was the, it was the best job. I, I, look, I know I've said the best job like many times, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But, I just want to emphasize how much fun I had at this job. Wow. It was just. So. So did you save a lot of money then, like, to come see Larry? I mean, Larry just had a spot or what? No. Like, Larry just had to play. Like, did he have, like, what? Okay, yeah, I mean, what? Hell no. How did you just kind of, like, go, okay, I'm going to go to America? I'm yeah. Gonna go to the so mainland. Like. It was it was just one of those things where uh, I sold my car and then whatever money I had from that. Wow. What was this car? It was a uh, Toyota Camry. It was like okay. a fucking hoopty Toyota Camry. Oh. <laughs> I got about two grand for it. There you about, go. About two grand for it. Well, that's not I bad. Two grand, and then, I don't know, I had another two grand in my pocket. Came to America with four grand in my pocket. Well, how much was the plane ticket? The plane ticket was about a grand. Fuck. Yeah. So this was out of the four grand that you had? 
Nah. Okay, so you came with four grand. Four grand in a pocket. Yeah. And you, you did. You have no job lined up. Uh, nope. You have a place lined up. Yeah, well, I'm staying with Larry. So you're gonna stay with Larry. Yeah, so I'm Larry has Larry. a room, or he has like two rooms, or what? <laughs> you guys just share a room at the spot. Dude, you just we stayed. In a one-bedroom apartment yeah, with yep. five people. Oh shit! All Guam yeah, people. Yeah, okay. all, We yeah, all went yeah. to the same high school. That's how it happens. Yep. And then all twenty-one, know. all in this apartment in the in fucking Santa Clara, huh? Yeah. And then from there, just so where'd you? St- is this how you got? Because you you start. What was your first job out here? I worked at Sport Mart. Oh, Sport Mart! Shout out Sport Mart. My first racism, bro. Oh shit. At 21, 21, this is like, so see, this is, oh, see, look at America, America for the win, huh? The manager fired all the Filipinos in one day. What? It was crazy, bro. This is a crazy story. So check this out. Which Sport Mart, by the way? Sunnyvale. Okay. It's Dick's right now. Okay. So it's Sport Mart and Sunnyvale. Go for it. I walk into work. Yep. Right. I walk into work. Yep. This two big black dudes. Okay. Come up to me. Right. And I go, and then they're like, I need you to come upstairs. And I'm like, what? You know, I'm like, you know, I just come in to start my shift. You know, I'm like, I'm jolly. I'm chilling. I'm cool. And he goes, I need you to come with me. And I'm like, okay. So I go upstairs into this room, right? Into this room upstairs, right? I'm getting interrogated, bro. What? Dude. Are these coworkers of yours? No. This is some type of security investigative interrogation unit. I don't know, bro. What the fuck? Yeah. This is crazy. Okay. So he points at this folder and he goes, we got it right here. <laughs> oh, shit. And then I looked at him, and I'm like, got what? And he goes, we have it right here. What? And then I'm like, what are you talking about? And he goes, no. I want you to tell us <laughs> what, <laughs> you know, what you guys did, right? I'm, I'm lost. Bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking through my head like I'm in serious shit right now. How long now. have you been there at this point? Three months, maybe. Okay, two, three months. Like in my head, I'm like, this is serious. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like, okay. Did your bo- like? Did you see like? Were your bosses cool with this happening? Like they they, they yeah, saw you? Oh, okay, yeah, the okay. manager was there. Okay, while the two the two dudes was interrogating the shit out of me, right? And so. And I go, I honestly don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Then they're like, don't play stupid with me. Don't play stupid with me. We have it every we have everything right here. Oh, we have geez. everything right here. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. And then at this point, I'm 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 stressing, dude. I'm like, what are they talking about? Like I had this is the first time I've ever done this. I'm 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 just a Guam kid came straight. This is three months into the United States, man. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. And so I go, well, I don't know, man. Maybe I was late for work one time. <laughs> I go, I go, I go, maybe I was late for work one time. Like and three times, Randy. Yeah, no, and then, do you know my boy Marlon? He's a Guam cat, too. That doesn't sound familiar. Okay, so 
So I was like, yeah, maybe I was late for work one time, about 10 minutes late. Ah, you know, and <laughs> I, I, maybe he clocked in for me. I don't know. Mm. Right? And they were like, so you're not part of this heist or stealing all these shit? I'm like, no, what are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. Right? And so I got out of there, right? Brings up my other Filipino coworkers, right? Mm. Doing the same thing. And so... Next thing you know, once everyone's done, he fired all of us, bro. Just the Filipinos. Just the Filipinos. He didn't interrogate. I, I don't know if it was racially motivated or whatnot. How or many maybe other? We're all acting. Five of us, four or five of us. How many other people worked at this place? It was pretty big. It was probably like at that time, like you know, fifteen, twenty at that time. I don't know. At least, right? Yeah. I mean, sport marts are big. It's, yeah, sport marts are big. It's a retail store. So I mean, maybe it, about four or five of us Filipinos, bro. That maybe because we all hung out. We all got fired at one time. And you don't know what to do. You're just like, well, I'm just Bro, fired. At that right? point, like, I was I'm ready just... to pack my bags and say, I'm going back home to Guam. Damn, this. really? Yeah. I was like, Bro, I just got fired. I have no money. I just got fired. I'm just like, I'm ready to go back home. Right away when this happened, did you think too, to yourself like, well, this is weirdly racist? Or was it afterwards, like when you thought about it? Or did you? Oh, it was afterwards. Many, Maybe many years afterwards. I was going to say. Because I mean. Many... At that point, I was just like... You never had these experiences. Yeah, what the fuck just yeah. happened? Like, How I, I even thought like I was in the wrong... For, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, did I do something wrong? I mean, okay, I was late, sure. Damn. Damn. I got fired, bro. And damn. And after that, I was like, that's the first time I ever got fired from a job. And that fucked me up. I was going to say, yeah, that's not that's not fun. You're out here. You're yeah. making some money. More than 650 maybe. Yeah. More than six fifty, yeah. I mean, had to be I, I right. Yeah. yeah, I got hired like I think it was eight nine dollars or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Eight nine dollars at that time, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. At that point, I never seen a paycheck over two hundred dollars. Oh wow. Yeah. So when I was making a paycheck over, I was like, oh, we're making some money here. What was the prices like for you out here though? Similar to Guam or? Like when you're buying, like so, for instance, you're out here, you're living in Santa Clara. Yep. There's five of you in a room. You're you go to you go to the store. Are the prices at the grocery store about the same as you went to in Guam? Uh, you was know every, what? Or like you know, was there I any couldn't even of? tell. I couldn't even compare it because I wasn't a grocery buying guy in Interesting. Guam. Interesting. You know what I mean? So this is all your first time out here doing yeah. that shit, bro. When wow. I came out here, I'm by myself. I'm trying to live. I'm trying to grow up, dude. I'm trying to find who I am. Of course. You know what I mean? I'm trying to live on my own, dude. Like, I, you know, I was staying with my mom and dad the whole time. Like, yeah. They took care of me until I was 21. And I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to, I need to grow up. But it's crazy because you, you have to grow up. I mean, how many thousands of miles <laughs> are you away? Like, you're thousands of miles away. It's not like, like, I went to college. Yeah. I went from here to Northridge. Mm -hmm. It's like Simi Valley. Like it's the fucking. It's right before you get into L.A. Yeah. I was five hours away. I'm on the same piece of land. It's not, you know. I, I went with other friends. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. my like your experience. It's like, bro. Yeah, you. You're fucking. I mean, did you have any other family out here? Did you have like aunts and uncles, cousins, anybody Nothing. out here? Nothing. Yeah, man. I had to. I mean, dude. Before I before get I into it, like how was that? Like I mean, you know, I mean, so right after, no, no, go ahead. No, no, no. You're I'm just saying, like something. before yeah, I yeah. before I even moved to Cali, I yeah. stayed a week in Hawaii, 
because I had boys in Hawaii. Okay. And I was like, you know what? Let me chill with you guys for a week before I move out for good and nice. to Cali. Dude, when I stayed in, when I stayed in, I was like, damn, I don't know if I want to leave Hawaii. Right. <laughs> but then I was like, you know what? I just went from one small rock to mm. a bigger rock. That's what you thought? Yeah. I was mm. like, I don't want to live on a rock anymore. I don't want to live on an island. I said, let me experience mainland. So that's what got me to California. As you say something like that, like, I don't want to live on a rock. I don't want to live on an island. Is that a, do you think that's a, like a, is that a prevailing kind of like thought amongst like people like, you know, like other Guamanians? Like, you know, did, did your. Yes and no. Is it kind of like we shouldn't stay here? We need to kind of go somewhere. Like, is there that, is there a tug towards that? Uh, I don't, yes and no, because. There's a lot of people who love, like, who left Guam. Yeah. But they all moved back to Guam and love it. Okay. You know what I mean? Within how long? Like, you'd like, like when they become. Like, two years, yeah. Okay. Like, you know, they'll live in the States for a few years. Yep. You know, even 10 years or whatnot. Okay. You know, and then they'll go back to Guam and live. Yeah. You know, and, and love it. Okay. So. Is this the highest concentration of, from, you know, in your experience of Guamanians? Or are they all out here in the Bay Area? There's a lot of San Diego. There's a lot of San Diego. I mean, I think about your own. I friends, think yeah. I think for the most part, California. Okay. Has a lot of Guam folks. Um. But aside from that, you ever lived down Texas? south? Nah, I've never lived down south. Because your opinion of San Jose, I mean, fuck. If you lived in L.A., like L.A., I mean, if you think San Jose yeah. is like a certain type of way or like the Bay Area, yep. dude, L.A. is like way over the top uh-huh. way was so much more like about like where you're from and all this money shit and cars and how much you have and mm-hmm. i mean i don't know you know may not be surprising to you because it's la yeah you know and it's it's the movie capital you lived in shit. la yeah i mean well you know living in i mean la it's it's not like my my address was not la but northridge is like down south like yeah. i'm past the grapevine yeah, I'm in like, you know, um, you know, what? that's what I noticed. I about worked in Burbank like I worked right across the street from like the, uh, you know, uh, where they did like TV shows and yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, and yeah, L.A.'s right there. So mm-hmm. I wasn't like in the heart of L.A., but I saw enough of it. I'd experienced yeah. the traffic, you know, like, I mean, you know, you have these six lane fucking freeways that are packed. For m- any time of the day. <laughs> For me, the L.A. area is the worst area in California. Yeah. I hate everything in that area. <laughs> yeah, it is man. so congested, bro. <laughs> it's fucking nuts, dude. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Bay Area is so congested itself. No. But nothing like L.A. No. Nothing yeah, like L.A. Area. Nothing like L.A. Yeah, I've been there a handful of times, you know, um, visit friends. Yeah. My sister, visit family or whatever. Yeah. I hate it, dude. Yeah. We've been to Disneyland, of course. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. I love Disneyland. Yeah. Aside <laughs> <laughs> from that, oh man. Yeah, but the the tra- I mean, dude, I worked maybe like ten miles away. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very far, but dude, I would take if if I wanted to be smart, I took like five different freeways to get mm-hmm. to fucking work, because it was like, well, if I go fucking what was it two ten or two o five or one eighteen, and if I do this to four o five here. To 101, this is way faster than if I just do 405. Yeah. Or if I just, it's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> like, it was, yeah, LA. And everybody, one thing that always stuck in my mind about LA, everybody has rooms. 
everybody has wheels. It doesn't matter what kind of car you have. You have rims. And it doesn't matter who the fuck's driving it. From my experience, everybody had rims. Yo, it's like everybody. It's like at that time when you were there, was it spree wells? You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. The spinners, of course. <laughs> I, yeah, Joseph, those aren't even popular today. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know. I don't see those today. But back in those days, yeah, yeah, of bro, course. I've always of wanted course. to be some spree wells. Oh. <laughs> those spinners, come on, man. You're a basketball guy. You you weren't a Warriors fan in uh in in Guam, no, Bulls, hundred uh, percent Bulls. Of course, yo, I need to go to the bathroom break. Are we gonna pause this or you want to just keep talking? Uh, keep talking. Okay, I'll keep Here. talking. Matt's gonna keep talking solo dolo. He's going <laughs> at it. I'm gonna take a bathroom break. I'll be right back. Yeah, this is how we this is how we do at the Water Podcast. You know what? Let's go over a uh, let's go over a story of a man named Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady, the second best quarterback of all time, next to Joe Montana. Yeah, that's that's controversial. What? Who had a better? Who was better in big games? I know Tom Brady. Look, I get it. Tom Brady has a lot of Super Bowls, and fairly amazing. He goes to another team. He leaves. He leaves Daddy Belichick, and he wins. In another league, in this advanced so-called this so-called advanced age, right? He's what forty-two or something now. Forty-one, forty-eight. Who cares? He's gonna keep playing another seven years, probably. Granted, though, I mean, you you know, he had all kind. He has all kinds of weapons. He has all kinds of weapons. The league right now, too, is primed for quarterbacks to play into an older age. 49er fans, you know, you saw what happened to Steve Young. Fucked up, man. Steve Young was a great quarterback. And he would have been so much better if he had the protections given to quarterbacks today. It's fucked up. Joe Montana, though, if you kids don't know out there, I mean, go check out his 80s Super Bowl performances. They were fucking great. He was a great quarterback on a great team in a great system. Pioneered the West Coast offense. George Seifert. Bill Walsh, these guys were great. Steve Young was amazing. He would have been so much better if it weren't for all these concussions. It's fucked up. So guys like Patrick Mahomes, yeah, they're going to rack up, rack up numbers. He's going to rack up so many numbers, but it's unfair because, oh, my God, have you not seen Jim McMahon get fucking German suplexed? Like Joe Theismann and what happened to his career? Like if you watch these guys, like like – they would there's no way you could do that to a quarterback these days in the league there's no way they have so many protections so it, it's fucked up anyways that was a little rant for joe montana the goat joe montana <laughs> the goat speaking of goats i watched this show on espn called um basically goat okay and it's about this photographer um I, I, it's hard to say his last name like iosis steve iosis or something like that okay he fo- his photographs are just the most amazing photographs ever, dude. It's like he follows he followed Jordan, mm. he followed Montana, mm. he followed Muhammad Ali, mm. and he has portraits that you you probably see him. You know that catch the the famous catch oh, yeah. from Joe Montana to Dwight uh, Clark. Dwight Clark. Yep, yep. He took that photo. Yep, nice. Yep. So he told a story about that, saying 
he followed the Dallas Cowboy that year. Yeah, I was going to say, we beat the Cowboys in yes. that game. Yeah. He followed the Dallas Cowboys that year. He said the greatest photo of his life. That one. No. That that was one of the greatest photos of his life. Okay. That and a couple of Michael Jordan ones. Okay. But the but everybody knows the catch, right? Yeah, yeah. That's like the most famous catch in, in NFL. And he took that photo. And he said that when he went back in the locker room yeah. for Dallas. Oh, man. It was a funeral. <laughs> it was a complete Good. funeral. I hate the Cowboys. <laughs> to this day, I hate the Cowboys. Agreed. Bro, especially like, you know, in the 90s growing up. Oh, my God. I mean, they were the... It, they beat us all. They beat us so many fucking. It was either them, and then if they didn't beat us, the fucking Packers beat us. And I was like, God damn it! Do you know the catch two though? Are you familiar with the catch two in San Francisco 49er history? No. What is that? So Terrell Owens. We're playing. This is when Terrell Owens cried. Uh, he's probably cried a few times. No, no, no. no. I think it was this, a Steve uh, Young. A Steve Young threw to Terrell Owens, and then he caught it, and he started crying in the end zone. Yes, this had to be this. Yeah, it had to be. You and know how many the Packers? Yes, I was just, yes, and he, good, nice, bro. Yeah. You know how many fucking catches he missed before that game? A lot. That's 20. why he cried. That's why he cried. I want to say it was twenty, bro. That's why he cried, bro. He he caught the one pass yes, that, that mattered. Yes. Yeah. Fucking, I love, dude. Yeah, Terrell Owens. I love Terrell Owens, man. I went, dude. Fuck the, that guy. Oh my god, him on Fuck the Terrell star, Owens. bro. Him on the star is the greatest 49er moment in my life. I like that. Okay. At my age, I'm not for gonna me, because I, like I didn't that. get to see Joe Montana in his prime. Okay. That shit was amazing, okay. bro. Especially all the times they beat us. And then he goes and he does it a second time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking amazing. I love hey, that shit. My, my, my hate for Terrell Owens is personal. Oh. <laughs> personal? What I met him fuck? at 24 Hour Fitness. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Lawrence yeah, and Marquez, yeah. Santa yeah, yeah. Clara, okay. 24 Hour Fitness. Okay. Right? Were you working at there? Or you, no, I'm, I'm this... working out. Okay. I'm working all right, out. All right. Doing my thing. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, okay. You know? Oh, shit. Is that Terrell Owens? <laughs> Damn. Okay. Cool, cool. Don't bother him. Fine. I'm not going to bother him. Yeah. He's working out. Sure. He's done with his workout. Yeah. Getting ready to leave. Yeah. I still happen to have my camera on me. Wow. This is when digital cameras were in. Wow. This is more. What uh, year is this, do you think? 2004, three, maybe. So he's still. So what? He's playing with Jeff Garcia and the Niners at this time? I think so, yes. Okay. Somewhere around that time. And, uh, you know, I said, Terrell, what's up, man? Big fan. Let me get a picture real quick. Bro, uh -oh. he gave me a smirk. Uh oh. Turned his back. Oh. And had his trainer talk to me. Whoa. He didn't say one word to me. What does trainer say to you? Uh, not at this time, please. Wow. And then that's it. Really? Really? Was he in tights? Terrell Owens? No. <laughs> Bro, he wasn't crowded. Well, like he always, wasn't, always... you know I mean? No, he was, there wasn't a mob. It just, it could have took yeah. him Three, four seconds. I get it. And be like, you know what? Yeah. Right on, bro. Yeah. Here you go. Right. I would have been a fan for life. Right. But you know what? Fuck Terrell Owens. Right. <laughs> I see it. I feel it. I'm not going to defend Terrell Owens in, in any way. I mean, it's like trying to, you know, I mean, you want to know who my favorite athlete of all time is? Because I don't really have, you know, I don't know if you're this way. I mean, I don't really, at this point as an adult, like, I like Steph Curry, but like, I don't like Steph. Like, if I was 12, 
I would probably love Steph Curry. Yeah. But like I'm not 12 and it's kind of weird to be like, you I'm know, not, I'm, I'm taking offense right now. Oh. <laughs> I'm a huge uh, crush on Steph Curry, oh, okay? Shit. God damn it. Oh, shit. Put some respect on that name. <laughs> okay, what I was going to say, for me, my, 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 my number one athlete, Barry Bonds, the greatest baseball player of all time. Okay. But I can't defend that, like, Barry Bonds, unfortunately, has been an asshole throughout, like, his – his career. So the whole steroid thing doesn't 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 put an asterisk for you. Doesn't. What's fucked up is it, this is the thing, man. How is there an asterisk if there's not even testing in place? The league literally didn't have testing in place. Okay. So literally, they're telling you, oh yeah, well, like don't do steroids, but we're not going to test you. Like that went on. So in the eighties. That's how Jose Canseco got big. Jose Canseco starts it. Jose Canseco was the main like he he was probably the main dude who started it off, right? He was garbage, bro, beforehand. Yeah. That was the thing too. He was just this fucking garbage fucking single A player. His mom dies. Okay. And he says, "You know what? I don't want to not be the best player I could be." He starts juicing. He starts fucking smashing home runs. Uh-huh. He starts fucking running as fast as he can. Like him and Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds used to steal bases. I don't, you know, I know, ba- okay. you know he, used to, he used to be a fast guy. He stole bases. Was that back in his Pirates days? Even at early Giants days. If you look early, because he came. Dude, here's the thing. I remember the Giants were going to leave San Francisco. 1992, they were going to leave to Florida. There okay. is not the Marlins yet. Uh, uh, and there was all this like, uh, you know, baseball is going to leave San Francisco. Barry Bonds is MVP of the Pittsburgh Pirates. He signs the largest contract in San Francisco Giant history. Here comes the prodigal son. He comes back home. His grand his his father played here. Okay. He grew up in San Francisco. He went to Sarah High in San Francisco. He his fucking godfather, the former. Greatest baseball player of all time, Willie Mays. Uh-huh. That's his godfather. Crazy. So he comes back home to San Francisco. He wins the MVP. He saves the fucking Giants. Like, if it wasn't, they built Pac Bart. Pac, bleh, bleh. Pac uh, Bell Park? They built that for Barry Bonds. Like, the whole way that it's designed, that you could hit home runs into right field was because of Barry Bonds, because he's a left-handed hitter, and like he's going to hit home runs into w- McCovey Cove. Somebody else that mentored him growing up. The best eye. Like, dude, the, the numbers that this guy has, they're ridiculous. I'm not going to go into all this Barry Bonds. Like, but, right. but Barry Bonds, man. But I can understand where, like, you another, know. Another topic. Yeah. I can understand. Uh, have you uh, – didn't you meet Colin Kaepernick? I met Colin Kaepernick at he a Wingstop. Cool. Colin Kaepernick was cool. He was. Um, I met him at a Wingstop in Santa Clara. <clears throat> Brother wanted some wings at <laughs> 11 a.m., 12 yeah. a.m. Oh, wow. I said, okay. And then Kaepernick had a nice little, you know, pretty girlfriend at that time with him. This is before all the kneeling, too, right? Yes. Yeah, before this is when he was still playing for the Niners, and he should still be. You know that that's well, 
That's upsetting. That that That's is super upsetting. That, that is that is very upsetting. And then all the bullshit too, like al- amongst all of these uh, various sports outlets mm-hmm. that just want to toe the fucking company line, the corporate line, and say things like he can't play in the the NFL. Yeah. When it's like, dude, that is just patently untrue. Mm-hmm. This well, guy, that it's, dude. There's no, there, there. Here's no, the thing with no, Kaepernick, there are dude. garbage players yeah. playing quarterback in the NFL. And what Colin Kaepernick did is what Patrick Mahomes does now. Like it, it, it's just straight facts. He, he, dude, he was running this fucking. Uh, I don't know what, about that, that, bro. Bro, he was. Bro. In running, okay. He had, he had bad. He had bad. I'll tell you this right now. Once teams started to figure out Kaepernick's run and forcing him to pass, that's when Kaepernick started going downhill. Who is who? Who did he have? I don't know. Didn't no have matter a, who, I after don't know. after those Super Bowls and after an injury, I mean the thing I is, no, nah, like I get it. Not I, enough to the the only reason he's not in the NFL is because he took a knee. Agreed. I'm going to agree with that. That's the only reason. He can play in the NFL. Yeah, that's the only reason he's not in the NFL is because he took a knee. But I think Pat Mahomes is lightning years away from Colin Kaepernick. I'm not going to get into it. (laughs) There's the the, the rules, too. Like, these guys and their rules these days, man. Like, the, 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 the... Talk to de- no. I get it. The I, get, defense, I get the rule. I get the rules. Tackling the defense often are like, "What the fuck is a tackle? How are we supposed to hit?" Guys but here's there? the thing. What are we supposed to do? But here's the thing. I don't care who's the. I don't care who's on the field for the Chiefs or whatnot or running rounds. Pam Holmes going to give you the ball. That his arm, his accuracy, whether he's running or he's in the pocket, he's going to give you the ball, and that's where it's different from Kaepernick and. And and and, um, and and Mahomes. He's no Alex screwed. Smith. Okay, let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? If I ever hated a player, I'm sorry. Better Alex not be Smith. Alex Smith. It was, bro. It was. You better not he, hate him right now. Well, because what? He's come back from all these injuries, come and on. that's that's commendable. Okay, I get it. But here's the thing. Did you bro. see? Did you see? He, I didn't see the thirty for thirty. He was Is about to say? die. <laughs> Heard. I'm not. I'm not. Not only I'm they not were about to amputate I've heard. his leg. I've heard. I've heard. Then it was a split. <laughs> I don't. If it was like a split second decision where he was like, "Yeah, go ahead." No, 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 don't wait. Well, no, 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 no. So his leg injury was worse than Chris Weidman's. Is that what you're telling me? Yeesh. Damn. I'm not even being. I'm not even being facetious. For real, was it? Yeah. Because Chris Weidman's was bad. Yeah, but his was bad too. Like, but what was it? The same leg or the same no, I, part, I think, or was I, it? Honestly, was I think I think Alex Smith's the uh, the thigh. What was Alex Smith's leg? Which part of the leg was it? I think it was his right leg, and I think it was an entire leg. I think Alex Smith's is worse okay. because it's multiple multiple injuries within in his leg. Oh, as it was like to, knee too. Was, yeah. Like, what was it? What was the hit? I don't even know the hit. Shoot, it was, was it a, like a twisting hit? Was he running? Yeah. Did somebody hit him yeah, from the side? Was, I think it was a lineman. Somebody a hit lineman, him. A lineman got him. And, uh, yeah, that shit was all fucked up. You know, I'll be honest. I think the NFL, as I've gotten older, I feel the NFL is way more dangerous than MMA. I used to think that MMA was possibly, you know, the, the, you know, you think to yourself because it's a fight. But here's the thing. I'll right. fight somebody 145 pounds. Yeah. I'll never get hit by a 300-pound man running full speed. And that's not something that, like, the way that you train in football mm-hmm. is fucking brutal, bro. You know, like, what? you just run at each other with the with the with this fucking protection on your on your head. Yep. That's not good. 
and you're running full speed with everything behind you in your body. D- there is an argument for that, absolutely. Because, dude, could you think about it? Linemen. Yeah. As soon as they say, they're bashing heads. Bro, every, every time. Every play. Every time. Every play. Every time. That can't be good for your brain. It's not good for your brain. It can't be. It's not. It can't be good. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see that concussion movie I with Will Smith? No. You know, well, whatever they put out, they did that in conjunction with the NFL. Yeah. So the NFL controlled the storyline that, that, that they put out there even. So even to some extent, like it, it to some extent, it lets you know how dangerous concussions are, but not the full story. It's as if like, you know, let's say some movie came out about tobacco and Philip mm-hmm. Morris like worked with the fucking producer. Yeah. You know, but anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Football, man, that shit. That shit's not good. Okay. Would you allow your kids to play football? So it's an interesting question when you say allow your kids, right? Because maybe let would you let your kids play football? You know, this thing the thing is when I think about the the way that we will raise children and granted i understand that kids want to do you know i understand kids may have their own things that they want to do or whatever i feel though what i want to give them for sure is the education behind what's going on there with it and too like you know it depends i think i mean honestly i i i really hope that like you know to some extent i, I want my kids to be martial artists I have a lot of knowledge with this. I want to be able to teach them this, and I think yeah. I could teach them in a fun way. Mm-hmm. Whatever they want to learn, I want to. Here's the thing: I'm not going to enroll them in any type of Pop Warner, so like they're not going to. Unfortunately, yeah. they're not going to have that advantage, or, or if it is even, uh, I'm not going to do that. So if at like in high school, if they want to do it, so be it. Because uh, here's the thing: for Pop Warner. It can be good for the kids to be banging their heads all the time, right? Dude, at any age, this just like, isn't good. Yeah, you're right. It's That's just de- not good. But like, I mean, especially when you're younger, right? Because it's a developing brain. I would rather them play rugby, and unfortunately, rugby is not that huge, not that big in America. So the yeah. thing is, like, I can understand. I would, I was gonna start playing football. I was, I thought, dude, I thought wrestling was gay. <laughs> you know and and no homophobia yeah that's the 90s bro everything was gay right like you didn't know you know it wasn't i'm sorry okay forgive me forgive 90s math no i get it you know and especially have you ever seen this south park episode yeah you seen the south park wrestling episode (laughs) oh no 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 oh my god it's hilarious dude because like these guys the kids are watching wwf and they want to do wrestling at the high school. Okay. So then they go to the high, or they no, my bad. Yeah, they're in third grade, so they go to school and they make them put the singlets on, and they're like, "Why the hell are we wearing these things? Like, why, why are we wearing this underwear?" And then the coach has them. Have you ever seen starting position? Like, uh, so in wrestling, you get it. You mm-hmm. got a guy. You're here like this. Okay. And then the other guy comes behind you. <laughs> right? I'm ta- I'm doing the uh the, okay. the four points like okay. you know, you're here. You are, when you're when you're in the bo- the bottom position and then the other guy comes on top of you from behind. Uh-huh. So they're just sh- literally the, all they're doing is showing that on South Park and they're like, "What the hell?" like Oh my god, this guy's trying to touch us. Like, <laughs> I'm going to tell the teacher about you and all this <laughs> shit and they quit. 
but yeah, I, I wanted to go out for football, and I just went out for, you know, I didn't make it in time. I didn't go out to to uh, summer practice. But yeah, that shit, man. Damn. But, but football, too. I want to do football because football's fucking, you know, as, as you're, like, entering into high school, right? Football's, like, the largest sport there is. Unfortunately, I already knew I wasn't going to be able to play basketball because I wasn't good enough. I yeah. was playing with when I tried to play with the kids in eighth grade. They're all way beyond me. Uh-huh. So I couldn't play basketball. That's not happening. Baseball, too. Not good enough for that. Mm-hmm. But football, I could maybe I could maybe join into football and be aggressive. Yeah, I could just be aggressive. Right. Run into people with my head. Yep. Do you have football in Guam? Yeah, I played football. What? I played football my senior year in high school. Crazy. So it was my entire life. I, I play. I played organized sports my entire life. I started off little league baseball when I was fourth and fifth grade. I just always seen you as a basketball player. Didn't win. Didn't win a single game. <laughs> didn't win a single game in little league. Damn. No, I take it. But back. That's not on you. I take it back. We won one game. There you because go. Because the other team didn't show up. There you go. <laughs> hey, but a win's a win, right? <laughs> How does another team not show up, bro? It was. A, we were a waste of their time. Oh. This was like one of the top kids, the top teams, you know. Aww. It was a, it was like the end of the season. They didn't need to play like they didn't show up. You wow. know what? I get it. We scrimmaged against some other team and we lost that <laughs> scrimmage too. So Damn. I played two years and then from there I said, you know what? I'm gonna play other sports. Then that's when I picked up basketball. I mean, I've I've been playing basketball since I was second grade, right? Yeah. Since whatever, how old second grade was. Now, organized basketball, or you just started playing basketball? In just playing grade? basketball. Okay. I li- in 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 where I grew up, Fern Terrace in Guam. Uh, I lived across a basketball court, a full court basketball court. Nice. And that is where we would play ball from. 5 p.m. to midnight, 1 a.m., just never stopped playing ball, dude. Wow. It was all night. And so. In yeah. second grade or from second grade? No, no, no. I mean, that's when I got older. I started playing ball in okay. second grade. But, you know, I mean, dude, there are times where I'll watch Michael Jordan videos at mm-hmm. midnight and then shoot around to 4 a.m. I used to have nice. homies who would we would skip going to the club or go because in Guam, like 18 the the legal age at that time was eighteen, for clubs or to for drink? clubs, okay. clubs and drinking and drinking, drinking at that time. Wow. Yeah, I think they 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 changed it to twenty one uh, within the last ten years. I think like five ten years ago. Crazy. They changed it to twenty one, but it was eighteen at that time. Okay. And so, but we didn't like to drink. We didn't yeah. like to. We just we just hooped. We nice. played We played ball. So. Going back to organized sports. Hey, what are nights, you know, real quick, what are nights like out there? Like, in terms of, like, I, you know, I've never, I've never been to an island. So, and like, it's, you know, it's still it like, warm. It's still warm. It's warm. What are your, uh, what's, like, your over, like, you know, overhead like? What do you mean? Like. Well, like, for instance, you know, like you're stars here in San and San Jose. Like exactly. Oh, hell are yeah. More stars than here probably, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Okay. And probably less overcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah, probably I'm like a, you, it's you a probably night have sky. See, because that beautiful night sky. Because that wouldn't really happen here yeah. in San Jose. You know, you know what I mean. Like, I you got don't, you. that's yeah. why I'm like wondering. I'm like, yeah. well, tell me about this. It's first too much, of all. too much lights here. So too much lights, and it gets cold at night. Yeah. You know, it's, it's kind of it's like it would get like 50s and shit. Like, yeah. It's like. So I mean, you know, I mean, the nights would be, it would be a breeze. I mean, it'd be warm, and nice. You know, there are times. What's crazy, dude, is when I went back to Guam in, um, I think it was February last year, 
It was a little cool at night. It was? Yeah. So I was like, oh, wow. I th- those cool winds, I wasn't, I don't remember those cool winds. Oh. Because, because. Well, see, global warming obviously yeah. isn't happening then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> because I had to work graveyard shifts still because I was still working. Yeah. I had still because like it's it, it'll be graveyard in Guam yeah and regular hours here in, okay in, in, in Cali, and so oh when you were doing your job out you yeah. mean like just no no, no last because year. I gotcha, yeah gotcha la- yeah it's just last okay. year yeah and I then you I, meant, uh, and so what I would sand, do is sand. I would go to a coffee shop late at night and then just sit outside and mm. then that breeze man it was a nice breeze and I was like oh damn hmm. yeah it was it was cool it was hella cool and so. Yeah. So seven or eight, you start playing basketball. Yeah, seven or eight, start playing ball. You know, I play. I played soccer too. Yeah. Uh, in middle school, I played soccer. Basketball always your shit though. But basketball is always my shit. Uh, At what, seven or eight, uh, Jordan has not won a title yet. Has Jordan already won a title at this point? Uh, what year is this? I don't. I don't know. know. Like, are you already like? Yeah, I mean, Jordan's probably won a title. I don't. I don't are know. Are you because like for instance, is the basketball somewhat pushed by like you've started watching pro so, basketball already, or no? It just happened that there's a court across your street. Yeah, it just so happened. There's a court across. The okay, it wasn't yeah. because then, no, he. I don't think he won a cha- uh, championship. So, you know, I was born in 1982. No, he wouldn't have. Been. Eight years is 1990. He won his first championship in 91. So yeah, I would have okay. been about nine, ten. So you started playing basketball before this, yeah. and then you start watching, and yeah. you're like, Jordan's then, the shit. And then Jordan became my idol. Yeah, I lived, breathed Jordan. I collected all of his VHSs, all every every video he made. Wow. I would watch it, and then after I watch it, I would call up my boy Frank, and then we would go to the court and we would hoop nice. forever. Nice. So I'll tell you, growing up, did you have big dreams for basketball? Oh, uh, huge, bro. Yeah, huge. Uh, if only I had money. Mm. Um. So growing up, me Why? and my boy Frank. Why do you say that? Or right, good, good. Yeah. So me and my boy Frank would dude if we're on the same team yeah over it's it's not that it's over it's 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 impossible to beat us dude. okay <laughs> seriously we would drive around the island looking for game just me and him and it was yeah we would we would play you're like wesley snipes and uh woody harrelson yeah <laughs> one two punch right there man i'm telling you i mean those were the glory days of just no care in the world and just hooping man. yeah and then, dude, and then I played my senior year. So then high school came. I played varsity volleyball. Help and your I, jump. Huh? To help you jump or just no, or you just, just like volleyball? I just love volleyball, bro. Okay, cool. So volleyball's a I dope sport. I fell in love with volleyball in high school. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So and then and then I learned the game of volleyball and then I, I played varsity, dude, at, at my junior year. So sophomore, I was a uh, a sophomore. Uh, I started for JV, but then I, uh, I, they wanted me to be swing. I didn't want to be a swing because I wanted to play all the time. Mm. So I just stuck with uh, JV, and then for my junior senior year, I played varsity volleyball. Wow! I started, and dude, it so fun, man. Volleyball is so fun. But here's the deal: hmm. out of any sport at any time I've ever played, yeah. Football was the most fun for me, bro. Would you play? I played a uh, tight end, okay, slash receiver, okay, and safety, okay. I played Ironman. I yeah. never got off the field. Oh, fun! And I was in special teams. That's the best. 
I was on special teams, wow. offense, and defense. Just the one year, though. Just one year because. And you were able to start all these positions already. Yeah. Nice. So I cracked my head when I was in first grade. Okay. Front or obviously the back? The back of my head. Yeah. It it was a big crack, dude. And <laughs> we, we can go. We, we'll, we'll talk of this. We we'll, we'll get into depth another okay. time of this okay. in, in that situation. But okay. It was it, it it was a traumatizing experience, not only for me but for my mom. Damn. Yeah, and so my parents never wanted me to play football because obviously I cracked my head, right? So it's like can't go, can't, 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 can't play football. So I had to sneak. I told my parents I was playing soccer. Wow. And this couldn't last. No, and then the <laughs> and then you know obviously they gave me my football pads. Yeah. So in order for how I told my parents is yeah. I left my football pads on the on the living room, and they were like, "Hey, I've been playing football, guys." Oh, you know, and they got mad and yeah they, and whatnot, and they wanted me to quit. Yeah, and I said, "I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna be okay." And so, uh, I ended up playing football, and it was so fun for me, bro. Because we were the best team. In <laughs> we were blowing teams out yeah. by 60 points. Oh, jeez. Bro, it was so fun, dude. <laughs> because let me tell you a fun story. Yeah, let me tell please. You a fun story. Please. We had a thousand pound line, okay? We had big boys in our line. Damn. Okay? Big boys. Four dudes. Thousand yeah. pounds. Big boys, right? Fuck. Um,. So like here, here here's a fun story. Um, we the first game we played the Southern School, right? New school, it's all for the Southern kids. We're we're Northern kids in Guam. It's kind of a rival North versus South. Okay. It's, Guam is kind of divided into three parts: North, Central, South. Okay. Right. I'm, I I stay up north. I I went to school up north, and then down south is a lot of the Chamorro kids. More Chamorro kids mm. down south. Okay. More Filipino kids up north. Interesting. Okay. okay. So it's always a rival, north versus south, when it comes to sports or whatever, right? So we play Southern High. We beat him 70 0. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. 70 0. Is this typical? Like you're, you're like the year before, are you no. smashing them too? No. <laughs> the year before, it wasn't like that. Oh, shit. Right? The year before, it wasn't like that. What the? F we never kicked any field goals, bro. No field goals. No extra points, or was there always extra? Always two-point conversion. Oh, always two-point conversion guys. every single time. We had no kicker. Oh, my God. <laughs> bro, we had no kicker. We do for we kickoffs? Did, bro, we didn't even practice on a football field. We practiced on a softball field. We had no football court. We had no football field in my high school. What? So all the games were played in one high school because there's one high school or two high schools because there's only two high schools that has a football field. What? Yeah. That's crazy. So, anyways, and then military kids, uh -oh. Dodea, yeah, <laughs> they beat they beat you know one of the other public schools, uh, JFK, who was our big rival, right? They beat them thirty something to six or whatever, right? Damn, right. So our second game is gonna be against Dodea, right? We're talking so much shit, bro. <laughs> We're talking so much shit. Like, 
prior to the game. Yeah, prior to the game. Yeah, because there's, 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 there's a lot of chatter. Shit. There's a lot of chatter going. Like, say, you know, the Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. You know, we might have beat that Southern team 60-0, 66-0, whatever, right? We might have beat them 66-0. Okay. And so we were playing the Dodea kids, these military kids, right? All black and white kids, right? Wow. It's all black and white kids. Yeah. That's it. It's all military Yeah, kids. yeah, yeah. And then our coach during the game was don't you guys say anything do not say anything right i want you guys to get your talk and go on the field wow okay bro we beat them 77-0 wow 77-0 wow we blitzed every play <laughs> oh my god and we bro we ran it down their throats like Nobody's business. Were you just athletic as fuck, your team, or what? What, we happened? Were what was it? All athletic as fuck. So okay. me and my boy Frank. Yeah. <clears throat> first of all, Frank, you're lucky I gave you that running back position. <laughs> Coach wanted me to be running back. Oh wow! He yeah, goes, Randy, yeah. running back. Oh shit! I go. I don't want to be running back, Coach. Oh he shit! He looks at me. He's like, "What? Yeah, I know, he's right? Freaking out. Yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to be running back. Of course. Because. I want to catch. Okay. And he goes, all right, fine. Frank, running back. Okay. My boy Frank tear up the league, bro. Wow. He, <laughs> he tore up the the entire league. Him and my boy Lewis. My boy Lewis was the other running back. We ran two running backs. Damn. My boy Lewis was so good. He was MVP on both offense and defense. Wow. He was He was the middle linebacker for us, and he was our starting running back. Wow. He was MVP for both offense and defense. So, <clears throat> after that game, bro, we were like, we sent the message to all the other schools. We went undefeated that year, 8-0. and Yeah. Championship. Crazy. Cried like a little baby. Because <laughs> <laughs> I always told myself yeah. that I wanted to graduate high school yeah. with at least, I want to win a championship where I'm a factor. I want to be a factor. Of course. You know what I mean? Of course. And so, fucking, I finally got a championship. Nice. <clears throat> Our basketball team wasn't that good. I mean, we were good. Yeah. But other teams, other schools, just, especially the private schools, bro. Yeah. They got all the top athletes. Mm. They got all the top athletes. Of course. So that's why we hated private schools, right? Of course. Same here. Yeah. They got all the top athletes. So, our basketball team was good, but not that good. Um, our volleyball team was good, but not that good. Mm. Our football team was killer. Nice. We, bro, it, that, it was so fun stomping on every team. Yeah. I think only one team scored against us. What? Yeah. We yeah, were blowing nuts. teams out like crazy. That's crazy. We were maybe two teams. Two teams scored against us. How big were the games? Like, how many people were at? Because you said there's only two high schools on the on the island that had... Had football fields? Yeah, but it was it was huge. The, oh, yeah, like what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like how many people? Everybody showed up. Everybody shows up. The wow. entire the entire stands. Everybody shows up. Not just so everybody fun. in terms of like who yeah. goes to the high schools, but I imagine like is for this like a part, big for the most part who goes to the high schools? But it's like but like you know for instance yeah. then okay so not like a lot of adults. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I wasn't sure if it I was mean, maybe the like parents. The parents will be there. You well, know what I mean? you know, like here, like college towns. I wasn't exactly. sure if it was yeah, like a college it's not like town. That. No, okay. I mean there, there's a handful that probably go just to watch for fun. Okay. You know what I mean? Because they like to enjoy high school football. Right. Yeah, they'll they'll go, but I mean it's usually packed in the stands with 
you know students and and parents of uh, of the athletes. What's the most popular sport on the on the island? I would say basketball. Okay. Yeah, I say basketball is the most popular sport, and you know, for me, man, basketball, like, my greatest memory is uh, in high school is probably winning the championship for football, but. The the most fun I ever had was basketball in Okinawa. I played I played we played in the tournament in Okinawa, Japan. Wow, the Far East tournament. Yeah, uh, with with my high school squad. What an amazing experience, dude! It's the wow. first time I've ever been to Japan. Wow. First time I've been to Okinawa. Yeah, and uh, dude, Japan is so clean, so mm. clean. Mm. We went there. The crazy the craziest thing to us. Yeah, island kids. The the craziest thing was. The ability for us to see our breath. Wow. Like that just blew our minds that <laughs> we can we no longer just see it on TV. Yeah. We get to experience it ourselves. Wow. Being in the cold and just seeing your breath mm. was the most exciting thing. Crazy. About Okinawa. Crazy. Yeah. In football, too. Did you go traveling to other islands? No. All Everything no. was local. Everything was local. So just basketball, not the volleyball or anything else well, either. Well, no, I mean basketball. It's not that we went that we we we, we participated in the yeah, tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did fundraising. Yep, yep. We did, okay, you know what I mean. We did okay. all that, and so we participated in the tournament. And that's fun. That's so fun, dude. That's awesome. It's so fun. There's the chance then of you guys not going. If you didn't raise enough, possibly, right? Yeah. Right? I mean, that's yeah. cool. I, I remember this kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's yeah. fucking cool. We didn't raise enough. Yeah, yeah, I know. No. Then when you get yeah. to go and it's like, that's looking back at uh, it, so you know, fun, you're like dude. 16, 17, 18. You're yeah. fucking going far. So fun, man. That's dope. Yeah. So you came here. Did you jump on the Warriors right away or nah? In 01, 02? Uh, so, yeah, you, I did. Were you riding with, uh, what, Dunleavy? Was it Matt, was it who was it at the time? Monte, bro. Petrus. Petrus, Monte, Beedrins. <laughs> uh, Beedrins, there you Beedrins, go. Beedrins, come on, man. Yeah, My yeah. Boy <laughs> I mean, uh, we believe team, so. But that we believe is not until so, like 08 or something. 08, yes, 09. Right? Yeah. In the, you know, the early not 2000s either, you know. was not. I, I started, so was I, not I, pretty came warrior to, ball. I came I came to. Uh, uh, I moved to the Bay Area in 2003. Yeah. I became a huge Warrior fan in 2004. What so made that happen? Why? I like, just, why is it 2004? Well, you know, I, I was just getting acclimated to the Bay or whatnot. Okay. You know what I mean? At that point. And I'm, I love the NBA. So I said, you know what? I mean, it was like in the in the end of 2003 when I moved here. So, yep, yep. like, when 2004, when I started, like, being super interested in, in uh, NBA, I was like, you know what? It made zero because I, I love Dallas because I was a huge Dirk fan. Yeah, I was a huge Dirk fan. Okay, so I was like, you know, it made zero sense for me to root for any team, the team <laughs> that I freaking live in. Wow, you know what I mean, the, the 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 area that I live in. So yeah. from 2004 on, I became a diehard Warrior fan. This is the first time you get to experience this in your life, even, huh? Yeah, because as, yeah. as 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 a Guamanian, there's no team associated with no, you, you guys. You, huh? you you so everybody loved the Bulls and the Lakers because they're the most nationally televised team. What about in football, uh, dude? The football is Niners and Cowboys. That's and all then it is. What about in Guam, baseball? In if Guam, baseball, it's all about you Yankees know? or whatever. Like yeah, it's, Yankees, okay, and yeah, yeah, okay, you know what I mean? yeah, okay. So, 
I was a huge hockey. Chicago Bulls. Nah, ain't nobody watching hockey. Is, uh. <laughs> you, know, it's, you know what's hilarious, bro? When I first moved here and got into the Sharks, yeah. my boys in Guam, all my friends, they used to tease me. They're like, oh, damn, you're converting. It's like, oh, you're, you're hella white now, fool. I'm like, damn. I'm like, why? It's like, you, you like hockey. Oh, like, shit. Oh, that's great. So that's 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 crazy for you. You get to yeah, get dude, here so and you jump on the Warriors. That's yeah. good. That's. Good. I was a huge Jordan and Chicago fan, and then after when Jordan retired, yeah, at this point I was he's a huge not doing Shaq anything. Fan. Okay. So I, there was a little, there's a there's a small period where I rooted for the Lakers a little bit. Yeah. Because I was a huge Shaq fan, and when mm. Shaq went to Miami, I became a Miami fan. Okay. You know, and then, but then you know, it's all about. Hey, so when you got here at this point, mm-hmm. LeBron is either playing televised high school games. Yep. Or he's just been drafted number one. What did you think at this time about LeBron James? Garbage. You thought he was going to be garbage? No, you thought he was overhyped? No, no, no. I, I saw his potential and I thought it was good. But yeah, yeah. I was never a LeBron fan, dude. I don't know. Something <laughs> from the beginning. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I was just never a LeBron fan. Heck, I wasn't even that much of a big Kobe fan either. Okay. It was just until after he retired that I became a big Kobe fan. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, dude, it's like... Because like they're saying LeBron was gonna be Jordan, or I was like I was a huge Jordan fan. So, so it's like, rubbed you the wrong way out. already, huh? Yeah, and then the Lakers is like I, I never rooted for the Lakers or whatnot. So okay. it's like fuck. It's just it's all about the Warriors, man. Okay. Who is the like? Who can you? Damn man, because I want to go back. Who the, who was on these teams? In the very Shoot, beginning, I mean, I remember 04. Nate Robinson. Wow. Yeah, Nate Robinson. We had Jamal Crawford used to be a Warrior. Was uh, Dunleavy the coach, Dunleavy? too? No, Dunleavy. Who was the coach at the time? Gosh. George De- Carl? George, no, Don Nelson. Don Nelson at that time? Yeah, Don yeah. Nelson. And okay. Then, um, he, yeah. Nelly. Nelly. And then I remember we had Al Harrington. Oh, nice. Uh, who else did we have? We had Corey Maggetti. Steve Jackson? Not yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had Steven Jackson, yeah. Matt Barnes. When did B. Diddy come on? Come on board. Yeah, I think it was those 2006, 2007 years. He, he was in the What we, we Believe, right? Yeah, yeah. that like dunk over Kirilenko. Do you like Baron Davis? Love Baron Davis. Baron Davis is dope. Love Baron Davis. So, That's cool. That's cool, man. We're going to have to do this again. This is good. This is fun, man. We're definitely going to do this again. Bro, yeah, yeah, you yeah. realize we've been talking I know. for almost two hours. I know. That's why I'm like, we should... Usually I stop at an hour. Yeah. But this is so good. I can't imagine anybody's going to stop... I know. Through. And so, and this is this is great. Like everything came organic. So, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean, yeah. And I had what's funny is I had written some things down about Guam. Yeah. But yeah, you know, we didn't have to. I didn't have to look at anything. We're just we're just talking. It all came up. Yeah, man. This I is lo- great, dude. I love that you're open with us all here. Yeah, and absolutely, you know, man. Shoot, and we could get into so many topics too. We yeah. So it'll be fun to. Yeah. Uh, we, we we should definitely revisit a lot of the Guam topics. You For know what sure. I mean? Of course. Because I want I want to touch base. Um, I want to touch base more in depth. I would love you know, it. And you know, and so let's let's maybe like pick a subject matter, and then we'll go in depth in the subject matter. Hey, yeah. You know what For I mean? Sure. Of course. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. I like this organic talking and, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. and the free flow of conversations. But yeah, it's just one of those things where I don't want. To touch up on bits and pieces and then deviate from the message and then get lost in it and then we yeah, haven't yeah, yeah. completed that thought about it and we're just all over the place. But, nah, dude, it, this is great. It's fun. 
and, and we got a lot of good th- hey thanks for thank you man seriously for you know Dude, reaching absolutely. out being out here this is great uh ho- you know and, and i hope i hope you tell all your guamanian friends yeah. so they listen no seriously because no, i think seriously. like we went over a lot of personally i think you know i'm one of course everybody i always i always put this out yeah so i'm letting everybody know because i think personally i learned a whole lot and like that's what I want, like on this podcast. I want to be able to have some fun. I yep. don't want it to be stuffy in any way. Yep. But I want to be able to also just the way I am mentally. Like I just want to learn. Like I want to learn, and I think if I'm learning something, I I trust that hey, it's gonna be helpful for somebody else too. Yeah, absolutely. And look, dude, you're like one of the most intellectual guys I know, man. And thank and you. Hearing you talk. Helps me not helps me and helps me understand different angles I've never even heard or seen. You know what I mean? Like that. Just, thank you. That's what absolutely. That, that's dude. the conversations flowing and the illusions crashing. <laughs> Dedication to Bruce. That's what I'm saying. It's like podcast, the man. yin and the yang, dude. It's like yeah. you're like this super intellectual dude, and I'm just like a dude. Nah, <laughs> not at all, bro. And being yeah. uh, look. You're we're going to make mistakes. Being. That's human. We're going to make mistakes. We we're going to say some shit. Maybe it's not true. Maybe it's not. But you know what? Let we're, us know. We're, we're just. We'll correct it. Yeah. You can tell. Honestly, anybody hears anything like, you know, that you want us to go more in depth on. You yeah. Can, you could hit me up in the DMs. <laughs> you can let me know. It's all good. Or, you know, let Randy know. We'll go over things. Because, yeah, Randy, anything you want to go over, we'll talk about it. Absolutely. Like, be and, awesome. and, and here's the thing, dude. I was a little nervous and a little intimidated. Of course. To be on this and of course. to talk about it only because I will say I'm a little ashamed. I don't know too much about the history. You know a lot. I, I, I know like, some, but I feel like I should know more considering this is where I go. But here's the thing, right? I'm a little conflicted because, and then I'm a little ashamed because. I know I know Guam history a little bit, but I think I should know more. But more importantly, I don't know too much about Philippine history. And I think that being on this podcast and just wanting to talk to you more about it is going to make me read and it's going to make me learn and it's going to make me understand. And so thanks, bro. Hey, I love it. And I personally being myself, being mixed race, growing up, in San Jose, in America, I didn't grow up with, you know, we just don't grow up with these, you know, school and the way things are presented to us mm-hmm. and the competing images we're getting from the shows that we're watching about what it means to be young and what school yep. is is and what homework is. And it's just stuffy and it's not fun. Yep. And we don't really see ourselves like it's hard to unless you have intellectuals in your family. I think it's hard to kind of think to yourself as being that. And it wasn't, you know, for me, uh, Malcolm X, honestly, Malcolm X, and it was actually Roots. Roots was the beginning. They're both by the same author. Granted that uh, Malcolm X is an autobiography, but that changed my life, like at 19, 20 years old. And then I, you know, I, 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 I started reading things. And I want to give you, I want to give you something to go home with so that, you know, because Oh, yeah, yeah going home you. with the gift. <laughs> Not only do I get to be the first guest, <laughs> I'm going home with the gift. 
Yeah. You're borrowing it. But <laughs> all right. <laughs> but, it, you know, this is things that I've learned about because it, it's got Filipino history in there for you. And it's it is. Bro, at any point we could start again and we're wherever we're uncomfortable in life. It just shows where we, we can learn and where we can grow. Yep. And as long as we're open about that as human beings, realizing that we don't know everything and that also we have a lot of time. Like we have, you know, a granted time's not guaranteed for any of us, mm-hmm. but we do we like, you know, we could put in some effort, we could put in some work and it's fun. Yep. Like learning is fun, man. Like I love I love I'm honestly, I'm very, very happy to be able, you know, that that you say that about me, mm-hmm. you know, and that I could offer a different perspective. Something that maybe you haven't heard, but something that resonates with you, yeah. you know, and hopefully resonates with everybody else listening. Absolutely. So this was awesome. Appreciate it, man. We'll oh. do it some other time. Definitely we will. Absolutely. Great talk, Randy. Great talk. Thanks, bro. Hey, 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 real quick, everybody. Be love and be loved, everybody. Peace. That's great. <laughs>